0: Hey. hey, hey, hey! Happy Sunday! What's good with you, Mama? How was? How has your weekend been, girl? I had the best weekend.
1: Um, oh. it's been pretty lit and I relaxing. I got a chance to do a little date night. Ooh. I enjoyed myself. I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Me and me and um, they had a real good weekend, girl. We had fun. Had a lot of fun.
0: Okay, I love. How was your
1: weekend? It.
0: Um, my weekend wasn't too bad. Not too bad at all. Um I mean, my checklist is still never ending. I'm sitting here on my iPad with it up right now, but um, aside from that, I've had a pretty decent weekend. Today has been super productive. I worked most of the, all day yesterday actually, um, so, but today has been pretty productive. I think starting the show later allowed me to cook my full Sunday dinner, Go All except one load of laundry, which is currently in the wash, mm-hmm. um, to do some cleaning. To to run out to the grocery store and pick up groceries um like straighten up my um little vanity area i've had a real productive day today um so yeah i i don't know starting the show a little later which i i, I like our regular show time has really just kind of helped me to be super uber productive so i'm happy about that
1: and shout out to our boy, KD, honey. KD was on them cash apps early okay, this morning, KD. honey. KD was like, wake on up, where to show it damn near. Okay. And all right, we definitely appreciate that. So we salute to you. um, you. <laughs> Girl, how, so productive, got laundry done. I will mm-hmm. say that, I'm not gonna say it was a productive day, girl, cause Friday, a Friday, mm-hmm. I was busy as a bee. Um, mm-hmm. We had, we entertained company okay. and um, so I was off Friday and I think I got most of the stuff out the way Friday. And so this weekend has been chill. I've been on chill, chill mode, honey. So okay, yeah, honey, I'm looking forward well, to getting right. off you, the show.
0: You, yeah, You got your stuff out of the way at the beginning of the weekend. You know, Sunday for me, is always like prepping for the next week and next week is going to be like crazy busy the entire like i have a jam packed week like uh, oh my gosh i'm not looking forward to it it's a lot going we have an annual conference at work so i put it together so i have a lot to do with that but then three out of the five work days i have stuff to do before and or after work so it's gonna be a little crazy but um i'm sorry i'm up for the challenge
1: Okay. My little Jamaican
0: friend. You know what? But, I'm just um, saying, you know, like I, I got five to...
1: jobs, you Listen, know how that uh, to... that uh, Jamaican lady used to be. <laughs> Listen,
0: I was about to... A little passive aggressive shot, but I'm not. You're right. I do work a lot. I enjoy working. Like, baby, I enjoy spending. So as a result, that I part to work. I ain't gonna say I enjoy working. I enjoy our show. I enjoy my career. But um, the other stuff, child, I can do without. But I-, I like to spend. I like nice things. So you know, it is Honey, what it is.
1: Look, we got us a gin
0: sandwich, boo. Okay. Uh, hey, gin hi what how are you baby? so cute I'm yes want me oh, to today. cam up because I could
2: cam
3: I'm...
1: down girl no, no, no. whatever you feel because yeah. you know I be reading facial expressions and I be like oh she ain't like this shit. Ooh, yeah, that shit oh look at cute. that girl. girl I'll give
2: you face
1: okay <laughs> oh even better honey because I love you know Absolutely. I'm like a low-key body language expert I'll be telling people about my superpowers and shit <laughs> but low-key Uh-oh. like low low-key no, no
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good thing then that i'm not tip- uh cammed up um on the show because some of the faces i'll be making and sometimes it's stuff that you be making faces said, at me listen and you will be like concrete <laughs> so it's a good thing that
1: see you know. <laughs> she ain't gonna do right jim
2: I'm constantly like I'll be having a whole conversation with you and I'm watching everything. I'm watching you touch oh. it you. I'm watching your eyebrows. I'm watching what you do with your arms. I'm yeah, I'm oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I never, never pay attention to that stuff. I'm one of those people that's so like I take everything at face value. So you could be making the stank like a super stank face, but like you're talking to me in a sweet manner, and I'm looking down at my phone thinking that you're being sweet. Like I
2: I'm a little naive in that way so yeah no it's important like 80% of language is nonverbal so that's why I was like well I need to know the 80% of what you're really saying
1: that part yes tiny they you know they they teach that like get that 80% Mm because you you actually become almost like a human lie detector Mm -hmm. and you can tell easily when somebody is BSing you um versus when they're being genuine and I think that extremely helpful tools extremely helpful um because you really are able to go with your intuition more so and being able to read people girl life-saving I- I'm not gonna yeah, lie it's a,
0: it's a skill it's a skill y'all got it y'all got it definitely I'm certainly not there yet now yeah. well what? no
1: how was your weekend jen we usually get uh our little pleasantries and stuff out the way so how was your weekend
2: it was very very nice i must say i had a great stream yesterday
1: yeah girl i call some of them teas honey you know i <laughs> i was like oh it was a little oh, hot God. over there child
4: oh.
2: <laughs> it was a lot but necessary it was a lot but it was necessary so aside from that it was my weekend was pretty low key. Right now I'm literally I'm I'm studying a script because I have to read for three different roles. I have to do self-tapes for three different roles. So oh, wow. that's been um draining because three different people. Um mm-hmm. so, you know I've been I've been concentrating on that mostly and then the stream yesterday and today after I jump off with you guys, probably get to go to office depot, get some stuff printed and come back and do the regular house chores. So Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty easy Sunday. So
1: are you an actress by trade?
2: Yes, I am an actress by trade.
0: Oh,
1: wow. That's
0: so interesting.
2: Despite what you hear, you know, in the YouTube streets of of what my skills are or not, or whether people like the films, I am an actress by trade. That is how I pay my bills. Okay. Okay.
1: Tell us some of the roles that you've had.
2: Um, I usually believe it or not, I don't know why because I'm so nice, but I'm usually the gun toting chick in a lot of my films. Um, <laughs> oh
1: wow, yeah, I put, okay, like, Pam Patel, I see it. Gus, <laughs> <laughs> go,
2: I, I put my reel together and I'm like, why every movie? I, I, have, I have a gun, I mean, that you're getting killed. I'm like, what are you, yeah, yeah, typecasting me, but um, <laughs> I, I love it, I love the, the strong women roles, and it's funny because um. You know this go round. this director is challenging me he sent me the script and he was like who do you like and i was like well i like sarah And he was like i knew you were going to pick sarah but i want you to read for gwen which is a more softer like comic hmm. book nerd and i was like i don't like gwen <laughs> <laughs> i know you don't like gwen that's why i want you to read for gwen so i was like you know what challenge accepted right because you know we're strong women so it's easy for us to go for the role that it's like who's the girl kicking ass in the movie i want her Right, right, but so he's challenging me, so I appreciate that. But I have two to answer your question. Sorry, that was the long way, but to answer your question, I have two films out right now. Um, White People Money is a comedy, it's a family friendly movie, it's really, really dope. Um, mm-hmm. it's starring um, Drew Zadora from Housewives of Atlanta oh. and uh, Bart and Fris Patrick, and he's from The Shy, um, and a, and a whole you know, list of other movies. So they're starring in it. I have a small role in that. I'm also you'll see me carrying a gun, and um, that's all over the place now. That's on stars and Amazon Prime and Hulu and, and all the streaming networks. It's in the theaters. Uh, theaters, um, 37 theaters, you know, in different cities, which is really dope. Um, yeah. The latest one is I'm um, a hood shoot 'em up movie called The Bag Girls. Everybody thinks it's The Bad Girls. It's not. It's a G. It's The Bad Girls Two. Yeah. And that's spinning right now on uh Amazon, I believe, yeah, it's on Amazon, and I play a Colombian drug lord
0: who also- Oh. <laughs> Goddamn, oh, girl. Listen, uh, I mean, listen
1: you know, we're going to have to get out Netflix and chill on, honey, or Amazon probably. Listen. Pro- really. listen
0: have a little movie watching party but um listen that is kind of that's probably men are probably like i better stay away from her because she knows how to handle heat she can pack if she you know i don't know how uh, real the how authentic you come off to the roles but i'm assuming very much so because especially you're if you're still acting to, absolutely <laughs> you're continuing <laughs> to land roles i will say this okay i've been
2: shooting since around i'd say maybe 12 or 13 starting with my brother um in the bronx illegally because you know that was never open carry state right. um, But now i have a ccw i train oh. once a month um, I also am insured with the USCCA, so yeah, mama's not playing.
1: Anymore. Okay, oh. okay, let them know. <laughs> let me ask you just this quick question. What is your favorite gun to carry or okay. your favorite gun to shoot? Better, yeah, your favorite gun, favorite gun to shoot.
2: My favorite gun to shoot, which I also gifted to my daughter is the 43X, the Glock.
1: Um, okay.
2: For, uh, i never shot that. Um, i got a ghost pro trigger upgrade cuz you know sometimes the trigger is too um it's too as i have little hands so mm-hmm. i got a ghost pro trigger upgrade and the sight is is really really dope so that that's my favorite one to carry the bigger guns are nice but it's like um since i have a ccw i need something that fits in like my fanny you can pack conceal right, right. Mm-hmm, absolutely that's men, smart all women,
0: all women all women all women absolutely you got to be able to protect yourself I want to ask you this, Jen, um, I, I can see that a lot of people in the chat are already familiar with who you are, and we are going to ask the mods to drop your link in the chat as the show continues to just continuously drop Jen's link in the chat. But can you tell us a little bit about, for those who might not know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, how you got on the scene? Like, Wait, wait, just a
1: second. Oh, okay, just then. a second. Let me do some house cleaning first do not get over here and show y'all ass with our guests if i catch you showing your ass especially if you are moderated your wrench will be taken Mm. listen play Mm. with me
0: yeah y'all know y'all know how we do you have to respect the guests um she was kind enough to take time out of her sunday to come and chill and kick it with us so no disrespect will be tolerated at all whatsoever y'all already know
1: okay go ahead girl you know I just had to make sure
0: <laughs> and
2: you'll get a lot of that you'll get a lot of that whenever I'm around trust me because um
1: honey you, we, we we um
2: <laughs> yeah she's created a name for herself already. yes yeah. so
1: you know I'm yeah. like let me you know, let I me already get it straight
2: when you understand the psychology of it um when you understand the psychology of it men are not used to women being strong and vocal And especially when you look like this, right? You're supposed to be pretty and be quiet Mm -hmm. And I'm speaking. So I understand the the psychology of you. I even understand why they have to get it out, why they have to project, because they're out of control in other, you know, uh, aspects of their life. So here they get a chance to vent and be mad at a woman freely with their keyboard and but it doesn't affect me. I think um, they're more affected by it because it doesn't affect me.
0: So I wish them well. Mm, yeah, absolutely. OK. OK. So tell us tell us um, a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. Yes. I am
2: 48. Uh, some people think that um, that's something that I should be ashamed of or they try to weaponize against me. I'm 40, very, very proudly 48. I'm glad to be alive and breathing and kicking and loving and laughing. Um, The point of life um, that that, um, people try to hold against women is aging or getting older. It's like um, it's used against us. I say that we women have to flip it and stop being demure about their age. Like you're not supposed to ask a woman's age. That gives them power to use age against us. I say Mm -hmm. my age very proudly. I am a grandmother. I am the mother of a beautiful 29 year old um, daughter. Uh, my grandbaby is five another one on the way and the point of life is to live is it not like was i supposed to die after 25 Absolutely. i mean was i supposed to die after 25 like women aren't supposed to live after 25 right um, so, no i am 48 and i'm and i'm very happy to be going into uh 49 these are truly the best years of my life um and i know it's cliche but um you know the older you get the the better you really get you get more confident you care less about the the babble yep that goes on background um I've been acting on and off for 10 years now I'm starting to take it really really seriously I used to work in corporate America all the big companies you know what I mean um Price Waterhouse Coopers US Trust Marshall McLennan um but uh, I I just didn't feel like I was fulfilling my dream so I quit corporate um I was a stay-at-home mom for a little while I did all kinds of gigs um so now i'm taking uh acting seriously full time and i want to be you know representation of what women can do especially um on youtube how i got to youtube i'm also from the bronx new york born and raised i'm from the bronx okay
1: okay i grew up in coney island um and i i think i was there for about seven six seven years um, but it was like when I was a child so like I got a chance to experience New York in the late 80s early 90s okay. Which was so lit because hip-hop yeah. was really really big round then and then I think It was like a big ushering in of the crack era, which yeah. was bad, but the culture was so interesting even in that time frame just a culture and being able to have an observation of that especially in a city or in a state like new york so I, yeah that's interesting too
2: yeah i actually you know i used to um, sell crack for a little while it's i was maybe oh, like wow. 16 yeah i was like 16 and you know growing up in the bronx new york if it you know for kids in disenfranchised neighborhoods like we don't have you know, the, the resources like that you would see, like in the suburbs. And it literally was like a summer youth job for a lot of the kids in the Bronx. Uh, I was like 16, 17 and we would go in groups, you know, we would go out of state in groups to, to, um, you know, sell crack and almost get arrested and almost die. Like if you made it out of that era growing up where I grew up, like you were very lucky. Cause I know girls that, you know, went away for like 20, 25 years um but you know it's just uh and and I talk about all of this so a lot of people you know they just see me going off on people online and they think that they can come at me a certain way but they have no idea what my background is or what my skills are so I just let them talk sometimes right but I know a lot about everything from the hood to corporate America and they're just not prepared to to debate me and go back and forth with me so when I take their head off they're shocked because they they. there's some chick from the Bronx and I can tell her what I want. They have no idea how I can fillet them if I give them the time, right? Right. Um, I have to give you the time. And if you guys noticed yesterday on the stream, when I give you the time, it's off with your head and it's really bad for you. And I don't like that energy. I do not like that. Absolutely. If you get my attention to that point, I'm going to give you all of it. Right. And then I'm going to move on.
0: You know what? I can already tell you're very honest about who you are and forthcoming. And because you are like, people can't weaponize things about you. Like you can't weaponize information that I'm giving you freely. You don't have to go dig for it. I'm telling you who I am. And I like that. I, I really do.
2: And, and that's why I, I stress to, to, to women, you know what I mean? It's like, listen, I'm, I'm not a man. hater. I love men. Men are amazing. And I'm not I'm not capping, nor do I have to. You know what I mean? Either you like me or you don't, but I, you know, we need men. I love men. A lot of them are messed up, but a lot of women are messed up, but you have to take accountability for who you choose to have in your life, right? Well,
1: shit, that's half the interview, girl. I know. Like, she laid it out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Like she answered all my questions. I ain't even had to ask. So yeah. Right. Um,
1: because I, I do think that, you know, you've made a lot of waves in these YouTube streets, honey. Mm-hmm they've been set ablaze and i think a lot of the content that's been surrounding you has been like okay she must hate women excuse me she hates black men um you know she's a a feminist she or or, would you do you identify as a feminist
2: hell no listen wow uh, i hate the feminist movement if i could have it my way i'd be home pregnant baking a pie taking care of my men Mm. that that that's that is the core of me, right? But yeah. um, it's not set up for women that way. It's just not, um, and it's um, it's a it's a cool world. The patriarchal, patriarchal society is a very cool world for women, right? Um, so we had to, you know, what I mean, I I am woman to hear me roar, I'm strong. We had to come out of that in order for us to live, you know, completely fulfilling, happy lives, right? Because we had not all women are cut the same. Some women had dreams. Some women wanted to be execs some women wanted to be bosses some women wanted to drive race cars so we couldn't live back there anymore but i'm a very uh you know subservient submission submissive woman when i'm with a man who's a man and i think that's the problem in the youtube streets where we have so many men um you know thinking they qualify for a submissive woman Uh and they do not and it's hard for them to accept that um it's the same way I flip it on the women Uh, you know if you're a woman I I don't believe in in the uh you know the phrase take me as I am Mm. this is how I am okay sir so you got to take me Mm. at at this weight and this height and no I don't cook and no I don't you know what I mean so I don't. this take me as I am I I don't believe on you know I don't believe in 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 that side either but I think those two individuals are constantly looking for people that should accept them and they don't have to, right? And that's the issue in these YouTube streets. Uh, Some women are like, take me as I am. And some men, you know, I'll give you an example. A few minutes ago, this guy tagged me to something. Oh, I bet that Puerto Rican chick from from on the block with Jen would have considered Obama a struggle buddy and she wouldn't have gotten with him. Cause I guess Michelle Um. helped Obama through his career. And I said, the funny thing is about this, this comment is that you guys keep referencing Obama as if you qualify to be that caliber of man that would you know deserve a Michelle you guys are not an Obama like it's like talking it's, it's like you know it's like a, a a little peon talking about a giant you're talking about Obama you're a peon and you have to know where you are in life in mm. order to, be able to
0: better yourself
2: right she says You're not
0: qualified to shine his shoes. You're however,
2: qualified to to speak about Obama or his mm-hmm. self-determinism, you're not qualified to think that you deserve what Obama deserved. You sound
0: silly. Mm-hmm.
2: So, so I. let you- me ask
0: you this, Jim, because somebody just said in the chat that that's conditional femininity. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, that- you know,
2: they can they they can they're allowed to to think whatever it is they think. I told you what I am, and then you can
0: interpret it how you see fit, you
2: know what I mean? Would you consider
0: it conditional femininity? Because not, you know, and I I feel the same way. Not every man is is qualified to lead me. Not every man deserves my submission. So would you consider that conditional femininity? Um, I don't consider it um, conditional feminism. Things work,
2: like, it's like, you know, you can't put a square into a hole, you just can't. Um, So when you are a, a complete man, and let me tell you this, and he may think this is more femininity, i don't think that unless a man is paying all the bills he deserves a submissive woman sorry wow with that said right men are going i said this on one of my shows men are i explained to women men are going to want submission even if they live in a cardboard box so that's something you have to keep in mind innately men want submission whether they're broke jokes or they're wealthy men innately want submission
1: let so me let they, me ask you who a, who a question
2: not, who may not have a pop piss in a window to throw it out of they want you to be submissive and that's something women mm-hmm. have to keep in okay.
1: mind okay i'm gonna read the super chat shout out to L nixon he says shout out to my sissy rose happy sunday thank and peace you, to L. the nixon. chat thank um you thank you, you so much so much for that i do have a question for you in that regard mm-hmm. do you think there's a difference because one of the manospheres' main complaint is they've been to other countries, they've been to piss poor countries, mm-hmm. and men actually receive submission. If you go to a nail shop, you'll see the wife working along with a husband. You see the kids in the back. Um, grandma might even be in there um filling up water tubs or, or whatever. But men in this space say that they have seen submission even when the men didn't always have everything to bring to the table. Do you think, because, and and then, you know, you're a Latina woman. Yes. Do you feel like that works for Black women all the way around?
2: No. And here's why. I think the, the experience, and though, although I hear a lot, she's Latin, she can't speak for Black people, right? I'm like, it's whatever. It's. My community as well, my community and I'm and my immediate family is Black and Latin. All I've dated is Black men. I know the psyche. I know the culture. I'm a hip-hop kid from the Bronx, okay? My daughters have Black, like, so miss me with that. Um, but I would say, no, it doesn't work for Black women because the, the experience of of Black people in this country is so, so unique. It is mm-hmm. so unique. The experience of Black men and Black women in this country is so unique. And it's really incomparable to any other culture anywhere in the world i'm talking about the black american i agree black people have experience in this country so sometimes when i hear black men you know say that nonsense i think i think it's cap as the kids say it's cap because you cannot compare women in other countries that are used to a certain type of culture and a certain family dynamic to black American women? Are you insane? It is a whole different culture and dynamic. I could throw back at them. We can stay right here. Put down your passport for a minute. I can show you races and ethnicities right here that women, you know, relationships and marriages where women are completely submissive. And I'm Latina, so I, mm-hmm. trust me. That where women are completely submissive to men because men take care of everything. My mother was completely submissive to my father, but he took care of everything. So if you're the type of man that's going to take care of everything, you'll have a submissive woman, but they keep competing, they're, they're like they want struggle buddies. Right. And then and, and and people hate when I say struggle buddies, men specifically. But if you are a, a, a looking for a struggle buddy partnership, you're not going to get the same type of submission that you're going to get going to. You know what I mean? Uh, the Philippines with a woman who's used to, you know, walking around whatever, however she lives. However, whatever her humble life is you're not you're not going to get the same type of um you know uh, response you're just not so to me I could get on I could get on a plane and get me a submissive woman she's not used to a certain cultural lifestyle that we are in this country life takes money
0: I don't understand why that's so hard to understand yeah. Do and you, oftentimes you don't think, they pointed oh. out when they, I'm sorry, really quick, Danny, they, they pointed out that uh, oftentimes when a, a woman from a, maybe a third world country or a, a country that's poor, um, is brought to the U.S., oftentimes she eventually takes on a feminist mindset. Oftentimes, when she receives that freedom, she starts to change her ways, too. You can't take someone who's subjugated and oppressed in their country and bring them to where they now have all this freedom and all this access and think that they will remain the exact same as when you met them. Come
2: on. Eddie Murphy
1: said that, right? That <laughs> Right. He did. He did. And that stand-up, I remember that. Yeah. Um, shout out to UC. He says, shout out to the Pro Black breakdown channel for having the anti-black <laughs> Latina N-word dropping on the show. And UC, Whoa. thank you so much for your support and thank you for coming through. We really appreciate you.
0: We appreciate the support, uh, UC. Oh wow, come on with the shade and <laughs> the shot
1: listen uh shout out to jay the conqueror he says what type of woman are you casted as more often the business woman or the aggressive woman which role do you enjoy playing the most um i think she kind of outlined that she does play uh generally the femme fatale in her newest role um she will be playing a more softer um character but you should definitely check her out her link is in our description just in case and our mods um they're dropping the link in our in our our chat so if you have not subscribed to jen go and subscribe um shout out to Marquise again he says she's got the fakest smile i've ever seen eight years in law enforcement and i know a snake when i see one
3: wow Oh jeez! Oh, you. No question.
2: I mean, now geez. what I like is what I like. Oh, uh, listen, shit talkers that put money behind their shit talk. <laughs> bravo! <laughs> bravo! i talking um, about. Um,
0: I do have to Thank ask you. Him. Thank I you. Do, I do have to ask you a question though, because uh, you know, in my research, but that I a like lot,
2: I'm always smiling because I'm always I'm, i this is how I'm feeling. Like if I i not gonna yeah. be like
0: this, I'm and, a smiler too. Um, in my research for the interview I watched, you know, uh, I was kind of scrolling through and watching more and more of your content and I want to know from you because I've, of course, seen some of the streams that you did in relation to the manosphere or kind of dissecting talking points from the manosphere, but I want to know just overall, let me just throw it out there do you think there's anything positive that comes out of this space being that conversations that we haven't had in the past are being had and they're being had from both sides? It's not one side being able to necessarily, quote unquote, dominate the conversation, but do you think that there's anything positive that comes out of the men having a space where their voices are heard? No. Um, Here's-
1: Oh, Oh. no. Oh, child, it's going to be a long day. Let's go.
0: uh
2: Uh, you see i'm i've only been here for a few minutes but i think you could kind of tell any any person would have a brain to kind of tell. i'm just gonna tell you exactly what i'm feeling and you can interpret it or implode how you see fit um mm-hmm. so really quickly going back to the anti-black if i was anti-black i'd say i was anti-black because ain't nobody gonna beat my ass okay mm-hmm. Not gonna work behind it okay you've all tried people have tried to call this director i worked with he was like i know you ain't coming for jen okay so it's like They've all tried. If I was anti-anything and I'm very verbal about what I'm anti, I'm anti-manosphere, I'm anti-white supremacy, I'm mm-hmm. an anti, you know, I'm anti-a lot of shit. And I and I speak about it. So if I'm anti-anything, don't ever think that I'm gonna hide it. Okay, no. you will know exactly.
0: Um, what I'm anti, I'm very
2: vocal about what
0: I'm anti. I've watched your content, and to be completely honest, you advocate for the black community a whole lot. Like, I didn't see one stream where you weren't advocating for the black community. I'm a pretty good judge of character as it relates to that because I am a super conscious black woman, and I didn't get anything anti black from you. Like, all of your content, I didn't see one stream where you weren't advocating for black people. And and you know, I, like I said, my
2: my family, my friends, all black and Latin. You know, what I mean, I I am raising some black babies, so I'm trying. That that's why I'm I'm such an advocate and I'm so vocal about it because this is the world that we live in and the world that we're raising our children in. So I'm you know I'm I'm always gonna speak out about it. But regarding the manosphere, right? Um, here's the thing: the whole it's like the police department seeing this this, this is as we have some cop in the thing. Um, It's like the police department where, yeah, I can say they're not all bad. I know two guys from the Manosphere that are really cool. And that's a a fact. I know like two or three guys who came up with me. They're like, hey, we're, we're, we're part of the Manosphere, but we're not like those guys, right? That's like the good cop telling me, hey, we're not all bad. The system is a cesspool. It doesn't matter if one of you or two are really nice. The system is a cesspool the manosphere Mm -hmm. is a cesspool, so it doesn't matter if one of you one or two of you are really nice right and i i'm sorry i don't subscribe to now men have a place to talk men have been bashing women since the cave era men have been bashing women they've had outlets to bash women constantly they there have been groups to bash women they bash women about their weight their age, their hair, their wigs, their skin tone, their lips, their mouth, their ass, too big, too little, no titties, you flat Chester. you got a gut. Men (laughs) have been bashing women since the beginning of time. So again, I call cap that now they have a space. No, now you have a loser support group.
3: Now
1: you have- So wait a minute, because are you familiar with any divestment content?
2: I've heard a lot about it. I know I've been, uh, you know, I've been part of the YouTube streets since like maybe October or so. So I'm still learning. Okay, the yeah, short yeah, I'm still learning. Like I've been on YouTube for like a year on and off doing my own content, but the YouTube streets has been kind of like since October. So I'm still learning the divestment groups and the. I'm still learning about the manosphere groups and I'm, so I'm still learning. So I don't know anyone specifically that does like divestment um,
1: content. Okay, um, I'm going to read the Super Chats and then I'm going to lead to my next question. Shout out to JC the Conqueror. He says, are there any actresses that you look up to in Hollywood? How have they impacted your approach to business, acting life, etc.?" cetera? Hmm,
2: that's a great question. Um, I like Meryl Streep. I like Viola Davis um how have they impacted my approach coaching business they haven't I gotta say they haven't um this is a very much um learning on the job I've I've had to learn to navigate the assholes the casting couch um you know the envy the BS on my own I don't really have a uh, great question because I don't really have any actresses I look up to that have helped me do that, like, okay, well, Angelina Jolie did it this way. So let me do it that way. Everybody's journey is so, so different. And I've had to like jump my own hurdles and dodge things on my own. But I plan to, you know, as I get older, speak out about this so hopefully I can be a woman that another woman will see, you know what I mean? You know, when she's going through something um and, uh, you know, learn from me. But no, I don't have any women. You know, I like talent. I like, like I said, Viola and Merrill. And, couple other actresses. Um, I like their style. I, I watch their choices, the choices they make in their roles. But no, no one's no, no one I look up to that's helped me navigate the the nonsense in this industry. Because there's a lot of it. It's like the music industry is a lot of politics.
1: Gotcha. Um, shout out to CD. He says, if nothing positive comes from the sector, why does she participate in it? And, and that was kind of one, I'm not gonna say it was like one of my questions, but You know, when it comes down to men actually having a voice, Mm -hmm. do you think that everything that they're saying about women in general is untrue or shouldn't be talked about in a public space?
3: Mm.
2: Gotcha, that's a great question. Um, uh, First, I wanna answer why does she participate in it? I have right now almost 90 videos on my page. Okay, so do the math with me, chat. I have almost 90 videos on my page, two are about the Manosphere. I do not participate in the Manosphere. I speak on the Manosphere because it is a current occurrence. And then the Manosphere attacks me. So I don't participate in the Manosphere. I talk about an array of subjects on my platform. Almost 90 videos, two are about the Manosphere. I haven't done them since. But what happens is that word is a trigger word now. Manosphere has become a trigger word, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when people see it in the algorithm, they come and they attack me, but I don't participate in the Manosphere. These men have attacked me. I'm not gonna, I don't, I have real content, so I'm not gonna go back and forth with this one and that one, and I, I'm just not gonna do it. I give you my opinion and then you implode and you create content from my opinion. That's how it works on my channel. Um, To answer your question, Absolutely, a lot of what they say is true. A lot of what they say is true. I can agree, like, yes, some women, their standards are too high for what it is that they want, but what they say is a lot more negative than positive, and that's the issue I have with it. And you can even say it um, publicly. I don't mind it being said publicly that, you know, women, some of their standards are too high for what they're bringing, you know what I mean, to the table. I think those things should be talked about, but they're not, my problem is, they're not talked about amicably they're very vitriolic they're very hateful because people that the men that are discussing these things are men that have unresolved issues with women unresolved mm. issues with their mothers they're angry they're bitter they're not they haven't reached their goals they're constantly envying women that are doing better than them and that's the issue i have with them but no some of the things they say are right just like some of the things that women say are right about yeah. men but it's become vitriolic it's become degenerative it's destructive in our community it's it's just it's really, really bad. It's not productive. So yeah, men should have spaces where they could come together and be like, Hey, I'm feeling this. You're feeling that my wife is putting me through this right now. I don't know what I'm doing with my son. Men should have a space where they can talk about that. And I, and I've spoken to some guys that are like, I'm, I'm but you know, I'm trying to get away from that, from the negative type of manosphere." I said, good luck. That's like, you know, putting on a cop uniform. Um, mm. and say, I'm going to be the good guy. You're in the sure. uniform, sir. Good analogy. In the uniform. I had a role where I played a police officer and we would go and, you know, it wasn't a big production. So, you know, they didn't have like the big rigs out. And I and it was a, an authentic, you know, police officer uniform. So I walked around. Sometimes I walk around in between takes and I walked, it was in Manhattan. And I walked on the corner and I was just leaning by myself. I didn't have any crew with me. And people were walking by looking at me like really strange and i'm like mm. why are people looking at me like this and it clicked i was like i have a freaking police officer you uniform so people are going to look at you a certain way whether you like it or not if you are in the uniform if you if you flash your manager badge you're gonna get heat for it so you, you don't think we disconnect in my opinion
1: you don't think it's a case of um because you do have some extremists on both sides. And you know, that's with the men and the women where they ha- they talk about a lot of different extremes. And even in the manosphere, I will say that there are definitely some extreme sides to it. Absolutely. But overall, in my opinion, overall, I I do think that these black men do want to be with black women. I do overall, um, I think the majority do want to be with black women. But I do think that there has been some things that black women have done that's gone unaddressed for many, many years. And if you're talking about like sexual abuse, abuse to children, um, how we've raised our boys, the single mother rate, I think those are all valid concerns. Um, yeah. Who are some of the content creators that you would say would be on the extreme side that you've come across that's giving you this overall view of the mental sphere?
2: I would say, first of all, I agree with you. There are things that need to be addressed on both mm-hmm. sides. I totally agree. Like I'm this type of person it's like, I I, I I don't like to see um, women talk to their sons a certain way. It makes me cringe. Like I even um, checked my daughter on that one time. Like, you know, us as mothers, we're very, and especially when we're strong women, you know, my daughter is going to be very much, you know, the apple didn't fall too far, a <laughs> right. strong woman as well. And sometimes, you know, she talks to my grandson, you know, very sternly. And I said, you can't, every every instruction you give him cannot be in that tone, Mm -hmm. right?
5: Because he'll grow
2: up to be a man that doesn't want anything to do with Black women because he associates that tone with unhappiness. You can correct him, you can be stern, but if he grows up, he's gonna want to be away from anything that sounds or looks like that. Absolutely. Why he doesn't wanna date a Black woman? It's because. Mm -hmm when he was growing up, don't do that. I told you Put it away. I didn't say I'm like, you don't have to talk to him in that tone mm-hmm. all the time. You can tell him nicely, baby, put that away. You shouldn't have that unless he's in complete danger and you got to yell and grab it. Right. Then that's different. But I think us as women of color, we get used to talking to, to boys that way we get used to talking to men that way and it damages them then when they you know when when they get older in there with that white girl over there we like why he's with that because that white girl's not talking to him like that and they mm. want to be you know what i mean they want to feel like loved and, and, and coddled. of course it's natural so you know i agree with you 100 there are things that have to be addressed um my issue is the way they're being addressed there's always negativity and then there's men that ride the fence where it's like even if they're the nice guy they let um that 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 a-hole i don't know if i could curse you but they let that a-hole on their page and just ruin the whole vibe so i just think it's too like you know i agree 100 percent things have to be addressed on both sides but i just think right. that youtube streets ain't the place for it it's just not
0: I do have to say, and I agree with a lot with what Danny was saying. I think uh, we've been in this space like five years or so, and um, we've been content creators in the space about two and a half years. And typically, a lot of people automatically assume that when we, when you say you're a content creator in the manosphere, especially when the buzz around the manosphere first started, that you are a pick me and that you're siding like. We, I consider us to be extremely objective. Like, there are things that relate to black men and that we, that, that. Uh, concerns that they're voicing that we absolutely understand we've seen these same things that play in our own lives we have you know anecdotal experience that back up what the men have to say and then on the flip side you know we being good black women can argue that not all black women suck not all black women are harlots not all black women are masculine and and you know um thoughts and all the negative things that they can come up with so i think that because of that you know we we us trying to be objective, we're able to have some conversations that you don't see a lot of the content creators being able to facilitate. But uh, I do think that, you know, when you take time out and for the first couple years, literally myself and Danny were kind of traveling in the same circles, we would go and just engage in conversation with some of the men and you, uh, you realize that although their delivery sucks it's downright disrespectful that at the heart of it, that they're hurt, you know, like you realize at the heart of it. And of course they don't like to say that because it makes them seem soft or weak or whatever. Vulnerable. At the heart of it, you know that they've had bad experiences with black women and they may have some valid gripes, but their delivery is just absolutely deplorable. So Mm -hmm. I think that actually being, being in the space and kind of like, you know, we just kind of made our way through the space for some time engaging in conversation Mm -hmm. and like, we came in and we got a lot of flat i mean we had to deal with a lot too but one of us were backing down we like okay what because they want to disrespect me but you know at the same time i understand where you're coming from but you know i just wanted to kind of support her and what she was saying regarding that but i do have a question for you because especially with the emergence of some key players in the manosphere i.e kevin samuels uh you know fresh and Fit now being uh, attached to the manosphere and like their rhetoric and the narratives that they're pushing um do you have well what are your current views on like modern masculinity and do you think that we will have more men taking on the same mindset that we're seeing that's very pervasive in this space and what um what uh, impact could that have? Yikes.
2: Um so the first part of your question was what cuz i was like oh i want i got I'm call. sorry. Um
0: so my first part of my question is like what it, what are your views on modern masculinity?
2: Okay, yes, perfect. Um modern masculinity to me is feminine. Mm. Mm. Modern masculinity to Uh-oh. me. Is
1: feminine.
2: <laughs> mm. I repeated it so that way when they take the sound bite and use me in the (laughs) man. I'm an actress, so you got to get a good read. I'll do it. Listen. Um, identity is feminine. Okay. I'll
0: hear them.
2: You know, that's my opinion. Um, I'm old school. I come from a home with a very strong father, a very stoic father. He was strong, silent. He got things done. Um, He came from Puerto Rico opened up, uh, you know, worked three jobs, three, no kidding, uh, you know, opened up a, um, you know, a, a garage, a parking lot at first, then went on to buy three buildings, uh, two in the Bronx, one in Manhattan, um, you know, small apartment buildings. My dad wasn't, you know, a billionaire, you know what I mean? Uh, but- um, So then, that,
1: why was you selling drugs? <laughs> oh,
3: no, no, no,
2: I was 16. I was 16, I told you, I was 16. I was 16 that's why i said my dad's not wealthy like he did that after my i grew up
1: got I, you okay okay because i'm like honey no no,
2: no I, was, I was a kid okay uh, you know so my dad was able to accomplish that right um on his own without a group without an entourage without his mama's help you know what i mean without his wife's help because my mom was raising all of us i'm the baby of four so um you know, when when you come from that background, and I see these men whining and complaining about what women are not doing for them or doing with them, you have to understand that I look at you ridiculously, because my dad did it, okay? English was not his, his first language. He came out here and kicked butt, and he didn't have my mother, you know what I mean, helping him, so um, other than, you know, raising his children. So that's why I say modern masculinity is feminine in nature because um, you know it's funny when my friend said it's the new feminist movement and that's in it and very much the new feminist movement where it's like, I am man, hear me roar. I have rights. I have, you know, in my opinion, real men, and that's another trigger word, real. What's a real man? My Jen's opinion of a real man, he's gonna get shit done and he's not gonna be looking to the side too often to see what a woman is or isn't doing to help him get there. He is going to do it. He is going to get there. He's going to be effective. And that's the type of man that women um, are automatically attracted to. And you don't have to be on YouTube screaming at the top of your lungs about what women aren't doing for four, five, six hours. And I tell guys, a lot of these guys in these spaces, if you took all this energy that you have to complain about what women you know, aren't doing or aren't weighing or aren't looking like or aren't doing with their hair, if you took all that energy and put it into entrepreneurship, Right? You wouldn't have these complaints. That is a fact. That is a fact because you'd be in a different dating pool. Right. So um, I just think it's I think it's very feminine in nature. I've gotten into arguments with men where I literally felt like um, it was feminine energy. I, I was arguing one time with Tariq Nasheed. I was like, you're giving me feminine energy. It's very it felt like a quarrel between me and my sister or me and my mother or me and my best friend. It was, they're very, these men are very feminine in nature. The talking points they use are very feminine in nature. Well, I don't like your hair. You know, it's stuff that women do to other women. Well, that's why you fat, it's it's a very feminine, it's a very feminine quality that they're picking Mm. up. And, And I think it's going to get worse because usually you know the the bad stuff it's it's more controversial it's more entertaining so these guys have a bigger audience than say a guy that's talking about hey let's bring families together um women have issues men have issues that's you know they're they're not gonna
0: have a million followers people want to see the the cuffs is the feminine energy really quick just to piggyback is the feminine energy a result of the poor uh vagina management of black women and them raising men and they're not being a father in the home like does it still lead back to women um you know as it relates to why there's we're seeing a, a, an increase in feminine energy in, in young men okay i think that's a result but it doesn't circle back to women it circles back to
2: the men that left those women mm-hmm. that's what circles back to Men are the leaders of their communities. There's no other race or ethnicity Mm. that leaves their women and then blames the mothers for raising a bitch Mm. made. Okay.
3: Oh, wow.
2: (laughs) It It Always circles back. Of course, the result of a single mother raising a male is gonna be these guys that we see in the chat. I hate women. Of course it is because she had to be stronger. She had to be the man. So she had to treat him a certain kind of way, and that's unnatural. So seeing that that little boy, his first relationship with that woman was a bad experience, right? Because she had to be stern with him. Now he doesn't want anything to do with a woman that looks like that, right? So, But it circles back to his dad left. His dad,
1: you hate. keep saying that the dad left, but what about instances where the woman put him out or she didn't allow him to see his kids or um, she was manipulative in a way, in such a way that turned the children against their fathers? What, what about in instances like that?
2: That, that happens as well. I know people personally that women that have done that, but again, I, that's why I say the black experience in this country is unique. Mm
3: -hmm. It's
2: broken. Black women are broken, black men are broken. And that's why I say you cannot blame the woman for putting them out. How was she raised? What was her experience in America being a black woman? It is not her fault. And I'm not saying it's his fault, it's broken. And that's why I'm saying that you cannot blame either side. You know what I mean? Absolutely is my point. And people like when i say that because especially in the youtube shoes they want me to pick a side they either want me to blame women or they want me to blame men absolutely the black experience in this country is right right Right. so they say yeah but what about the black women that put these guys out and don't let them see their kids that woman is broken no sane woman who wants a loving family is going to put a man out and why did she put him out was he being this doting loving father providing or was he living in that house and she's like, I gotta work all day, I gotta be this guy's struggle buddy, I gotta raise these kids, you know what? And then there's conflict and resentment. And she's like, get out, get out, because if you're gonna be here and I gotta be this subservient woman and I gotta work and take care of these kids, and you're not helping me, get out. That's natural, that's natural. And that's what I'm saying that both sides are broken, but in these spaces, people want you to pick sides because it's great content. And I refuse to pick sides because I'm smart enough to know the black community in this country, it it's broken. We came in broken. I we agree. In broken A- absolutely we were enslaved. Oppression is real. Systemic oppression is real. Racism is real. It's all real. And it, it hasn't gone away just because they don't call us, you know, nigger to our face. It hasn't gone away. It's still existing. We're living in this world where we're constantly being I mean, people think I'm Latina and I have no I I get it too all the time. I've been called you know nigger with the er at the end you know my hair nappy like we've all gone through this and we're constantly going through this it's not like a it's not like it's growing pains phase where we go through it from age two to to 25 we go through it from birth to death if we stay in this country right so it's a very unique experience and i and i refuse that i will die on that hill saying you cannot blame one or the other but in these spaces people want you to choose no no no, but isn't it that but come on she kicked him out though you have to consider that she kicked him out but what was he doing and and what he was doing how did his father raise him and what what trauma is she going through you know what I mean it's we're we're it's way deeper than child support and she's turning her son against the father it's way deeper than that we have issues that are deep-rooted way before that happened way before that woman kicked them out and she became a single mother and raised the guy that hates black women like it's deeper than that and that's what i'm saying that these spaces the manosphere and and the, the women who have channels who hate black men they're both toxic they're both bad and they're going to raise generations of people do people think it's going to get better do people think that listening to kevin matter exactly. you know or, or men or women are going to get better listening to you know, the, the the female content creators who are hating men. Do we really think it's gonna get better? We think it's gonna get better out in these streets. And Not we, partake at all. These, we partake in these panels and these channels because we think it's funny, it's entertainment or they resonate with us because we're still mad at our ex. So we like, yeah, get those black women or yeah, get those black men. Our children are watching,
0: right? The yep. children- and the internet is forever. So even if your children are too too young right now to watch or understand, they'll later on down the line see videos of mom and dad, mom, uh, mom talking horribly about black men and okay, my dad is black or I'm a young black boy that's growing into a black man or vice versa. Like, yeah. And I don't think people
2: understand that it's... um. It's, it's, it's much more powerful than, than people are thinking. They think they're just yeah. getting like, their, their shit off, but I'm like, this thing even has its own language It's becoming a society. Like I'm still learning, you know, the lingo of like masculinity and femininity and how they change those words. Right. Mm. Men is fear woman is free and how they change those. there's a whole language going on in buck and alpha male and beta. And you know, she's like, there's a whole language going on and that creates a society.
0: It's interesting really quickly. Jay the Conqueror said who's letting their child watch Kevin Samuels. But we interviewed a guy who's been in this space since he was 12 years old. So we know young kids have access to phones and you can't always be there. You don't know what they're watching.
1: A matter of fact, my son is 10 and... Some of the rhetoric that comes out in this space is definitely the rhetoric is definitely spreading. Um, He was asking me about child support and um, he was talking about Drake and the woman trying to get a baby off of Drake and what he thought about that. And so, you know, you are your child's first lines of defense you have to be in your child's ear um, just as much as you allow that ipad or outside influences to um infiltrate your life in his life or whatever so you, you definitely have to educate your children on what's going on and then put positive examples of the relationships that you would want to see carried on throughout, because if they're not seeing those types of relationships and they're not having those types of relationships, what do you think is going to happen? The streets will be allowed to raise your children. The Internet will be allowed to raise your children, especially if you're not um, breaking down these messages and really having an honest conversation and you're not coming from a bitter place when you're talking to your children. me and my son's father aren't together we haven't been together since my son was six months old but when he came and he was talking about child support or he was comparing our living situation to his dad's living situation and what he feels like should happen and it was it's interesting to see how their minds work so we definitely have to stay on top of that um we got another super chat um shout out to jc the con j the conqueror he says what's her opinion on chrissy have you ever heard of chrissy
0: I've never heard of Chrissy. She
2: don't know the divesters. I'm still, well, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I have no idea who Chrissy
1: is. Okay. Um, shout out to Dane C. He says, the there are, there are a bunch of dudes calling themselves Manosphere since the space blew up. I've never seen or heard of her before. What channels has she been on?
0: Well, she doesn't consider herself manosphere. She spoke on that earlier. She um, has only, she said out of all 90 videos, only two uh, have uh, been in reference to the manosphere. So she she does not consider herself manosphere.
1: I don't think he's saying that she considers herself manosphere, but what channels has she been, has she
2: frequented? Which goes back to Oh, in the space, okay. Right, you haven't seen me because I don't participate. I don't know the, the channels. I, don't, I haven't been on any manuscript
1: channels. I don't think. You know. Okay. Um, shout out to Dain C again. He says, did you do an interview with Cynthia G? Yes. Also, you think your father had did had an expectation from your mother works three jobs. Men work themselves to oh, death back then. Saying.
0: Did your father have expectations for your mother being that he was working three jobs?
2: Well, yeah, of course he had it. I'm sure he had expectations for how to run the home. Um, also, you know, that's true. Men can work themselves a dev. My dad was a bodybuilder. He was very much into his steaks and swallowing his eggs in the gym, you know what I mean, all week long. So he was a very strong man, still a very uh, strong man. But yeah, I'm sure his expectations was, hey, I'm out here, you know, on the grind. You have to, I've never heard their conversations like that, but I guarantee he was like, you know, when I come home, the house better be in order, but the house always was. But that's a luxury women have when a man is paying all the bills. Mm. Right? Because my mom told me that, you know, everything has to be shiny and, you know, dress a certain way when your man comes home because, you know, so I was raised that way. I was raised in a very traditional, submissive wife, strong, you know, uh, husband home. So I've I've seen it all. I know what women should be doing for for their man
0: when it's a good man. And so I do am, you think it's different cool. being that you grew up in a patriarchal family, um, do being that you know a lot of black women or black people in general don't have that dynamic, do do you think that be because you had a completely you know, well different experience than most black American people, um, do you think that that gives you a level of optimism that maybe these black men or black people in general don't necessarily have because they didn't grow up where they had like a, you know, there was a patriarchal leader. And uh, according to this space, the black community is a matriarch. So there's a woman leading, there's a woman at the head. Whereas right. you grew up seeing something completely different.
2: Right. Um, it does make me, yes, to answer your question. Yes, it does make me more optimistic, but I'm an optimistic person in general. I, I see this the silver lining and everything. Uh, Because it wasn't going on in my home, all my friends and family, when I tell you from a very young age, black, Latin, black, Latin, black, Latin. So I've seen it all. I've seen my teenage girlfriends get kicked out of their house by their mothers and didn't have fathers. I've seen, you know, I have friends who have four or five kids from different men, and I'm like, what are you doing? You know, so um, I'm well-versed in all of it. I hate talking about things I haven't seen or experienced myself. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I'm so empathetic to black women. And that's why I hate to see the bashing that goes on because I know what it is. But sometimes people, because they're in it, I'm on the outside looking in, right? But because they're in it, they're like, no, black women Asian or well, black women. is." I was like, I'm on the outside looking in and I'm telling you why you feel that way. And it doesn't have anything to do with that woman in general. That's why I keep going back to the Black experience in this country is very unique, right? So, um, yeah, it makes me more optimistic because I'm like, I didn't go through that, but that's not how I'm looking at it. Like, I know what it is. I see it for what it is. But I'm an optimist um, um, anyway, on a regular. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. Go ahead, then.
1: Would you say that you have been protected by Black men in your mating and dating experiences?
2: Um, that, that's a, woo, that's, that, that's a, that's another trigger that I'm learning. That's another like Protect black women. Um, see, again, I have to say, and this maybe goes back to the, to the optimism. I've always been a strong individual and I've always thought of protect self. Right. So I've never looked outside of me for protection, especially from a man. I just think it's natural if you're with your man, that he's going to protect you right so when let's say right let's say if i'm having an argument with one of you um and there's a latin man in the room right i would never look to him and let's say um you were getting the better of me in the argument right and mm-hmm. um, let's say he agreed uh with my points or your points i would never look to him like hey protect me protect latin women protect i'm not looking for that that i don't understand but again unique experience in america I don't understand why i've heard black women constantly parrot that like protect us protect it protect yourself mm-hmm. mama and i'm telling you that as a one protect yourself stop looking for people that have nothing you know invested in you or it's self-preservation naturally mm-hmm. stop looking for communities of men to protect you protect i protect myself i protect my children and i'll protect my men if necessary mm-hmm. i don't understand the psychology of Having a, you know, entire demographic of men needing to protect me. I don't. I don't need right. you to protect me. My man
0: better protect me. But <laughs> you know what? Um, and Gaston, I think well, she's referring. She's specifically talking about people, co- the community outside of her immediate family. But I think for Black women, um, and, you know, personally, I think that a lot of people don't like when I say this, but I think that um, Black American women, because of our situation in this country we haven't really felt protected by black men like ever there was a time when our ancestors were being oppressed they were being you know raped they were being pillaged they were being assaulted they were be- and there was no protection because of the unique experience that we were in and i think that that's something that that's an innate desire. We've always wanted that communal protection. And, and in, in like the 70s and 80s, especially like in New York and in certain, in, in California, there was communal protection. Like literally the community stood out, like if a woman was walking down the street, men would uh, take her bags so she didn't have to carry them. There was a time when we were like, we had tight knit small communities in different pockets and there was communal protection afforded to black women. Mm-hmm. And that's something we've always yearned for. Yeah, that, I, I grew up that way as well in the Bronx. Like, I remember those
2: days. Like, guys, would, you, they would see you walk with bags and they'd run up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and grab your bag. Not because they were trying to get at you, just because that's what, you know what I mean, men did. Um, I saw that all the time, but times have changed, yeah, right? Facts, facts. It's not as, It's not as communal as before. Like, in, growing up in my neighborhood, everybody knew each other. You know what I mean? Jamaican, Black, Latin, the Arabs in the store. Like, you know, it, it was different. But that's why I'm saying... Is it gonna get better or worse with these channels and with Mm. these communities online? It's gonna get worse.
1: Yes, I'm gonna read the super chat. Shout out to Dane for that $1 holla. Thank you, Dane. Dane (laughs) said that was a typo, honey. Send the rest in, Dane, what's up? Um, Shout out to the anti-social socialite podcast. Um, She asked, are there black men she dates um, Puerto Rican? Are they?
0: are the black men she dates puerto rican is she dating puerto rican men or is she dating um black american men i think is if is, is what she's asking as there's if so I, i'm not sure about the last part um anti-social social idea if you can clear that one up because i'm a little confused yeah i don't know what that means
2: and i don't want to
0: answer
1: without being clear oh okay. well do you date black men
0: yes i do I she said that yeah all the men that she okay. typically dates black men mm-hmm.
1: Okay, okay. Um, Marquise got the snake Marquise. in the chat. Marquise well, got it out for her. <laughs> Listen, Marquise ain't letting up.
2: But it just, um, you know, it lays, uh, uh, it, it's a great exhibit of what I'm talking about. Like whoever Marquise is, the time he's taking to do all of this in the chat, he could be bettering himself.
1: Mm. Mm. (laughs) a shout out to black wizard with a wrench a shout out to you black wizard he asks, he says being a leader doesn't mean you do it all without help in order for us to do our best work we need environments that support us Mm. men don't want to be with a combative woman women don't want to be with men who make them feel unsafe we are human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a word, absolutely. And I think that's great. That's a great point.
0: Um, but coming shout out to Black Wizard. Like his situation, he's the breadwinner. He said that, you know, he is the. He's the breadwinner in his family his his wife you know does um i think she sings um so he is the provider in the family so he has a situation where he's providing for her so that affords her the ability to support him in all other ways but i i understand what he's saying and i think there's another question that's going to come up oh this is it i'll let you ask the question
1: (laughs) um shout out to there i said it he says uh did her dad not have expectations slash rules for her mom if so why can't black men lay down the law um mm-hmm. talking in, in regards to mouth sass wigs etc yeah,
0: why yeah he's saying that's why they can't lay down the law because black women have, have their smart mouths their wigs them being sassy i don't know what he the way so, so
2: did her, we we covered this because we spoke about this stuff.
0: right she
1: said her mom her dad did have expectations of her mom she said that her mom was a very submissive woman so her dad wasn't coming home to a dirty ass house screaming kids (laughs) wet ass diapers uh the toilet seat being filthy around the you know
0: telling you you clean it up i've been here all day working (laughs) raising these kids like i said before right um
2: if you're going to be a man like my father it is easy for you to find a submissive woman. And that's the point that keeps being missed and overlooked. Black men want to, they're so hell bent on who's gonna be submissive to them that they forget their self-determinism, their goals, that they have to put themselves in position for submissive women to be attracted to them. Like stop, get off the, lay down the law, your mouth, your sass, your wigs, etc. Stop, stop, I always say, concentrate more on bettering yourself than who should be good for you and who should be submissive to you? And it'll come naturally. It went unspoken. Do you really think that my father went in and had to sit my mother down and said, Hey, woman, you will be submissive to me and you will do this? this, this, this. No, my mother was <laughs> lying because here comes this big old strapping, you know what I mean, black man. And he's like, This is how it's going to be. And this is what I'm doing. My mother was like, Okay, I'll raise these babies then. You go ahead. You know what I mean? So, and, and that's it's natural. Women fall into submission
0: when they deal with a man like that. But are you a man like that? that's what I wanted you to highlight that's why I was trying to get to regarding Black Wizards point because you you spoke of that a little bit ago and you highlighted that and you were saying that essentially you know your dad is the provider so if if you're saying why can't black men find a woman like that you know are black men coming in as the provider as a leader capable you know not going to lead somebody off a cliff not moving in on somebody's section eight or rent control housing and drinking up their Capri Suns and playing the video game like what like what are you you prepare to do if you're looking for a woman to submit to you that's all I'm saying that that is that is in a
2: nutshell what I'm saying
1: okay and I, I think antisocial socialite did clarify what she was saying she's saying if Puerto Rican men are so good why is she with black men or are the black men from Puerto Rico do you, I
3: can answer you- that.
2: So, so so this happens a lot um, on social media Never once did I say Puerto Rican men are so good. I spoke about one, my daddy, okay? Mm. So that's that's number one, right? I'm not talking about the entire demographic. Um, and she says, oh, are the black men from Puerto Rico? Well, my dad would be considered a black man because of uh, his skin tone and his Afro, right? Um, so, uh, you know, no, I don't, but I haven't dated an Afro-Latino. My dad's an Afro-Latino. I haven't dated an Afro-Latino. I've dated black American men, so I know. <laughs> From A to Z, I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and the despicable. Trust and believe, um, but no, I never. I don't. I don't. I don't speak in um, absolutes,
0: right? But I think clearing mm-hmm. that up too, like your dad is Afro-Latino, so you know that also speaks to you. You were raised by a black man too, so you know. And people have their preferences, but yeah, uh, thank you, anti-social socialite, for clearing it up though, because I, now I <laughs> realize what you were trying to say. Yeah
1: okay shout out to marquise he says three months from now she will be beefing with you guys i guarantee it she's being disingenuous she's feeding off the room you do you see do you have the attitude in that girl find me some voiceover work i can work okay Listen,
0: marquise i watched a number of her streams her like her commentary today is consistent with what i've heard and literally if you look at her page, you'll realize that it's consistent with what she what she says on her channel. All the time.
5: Yeah.
2: I'm pretty much it's like, you know, it's discussed a lot. Like, oh, you wouldn't be like this off YouTube. I'm I'm worse. I'm exactly like this <laughs> off YouTube. Like I'm no. exactly ask any of my friends, ask any of my family. Like I'll be in a restaurant and be like, why are these eggs running? And my my friends and family be like, Oh, here we go. So I'm gonna be like, I need the manager, like why I'm paying for this. So, I mean, but again, these people, as long as they keep super chatting you, sis, like, please keep telling me who I am, but keep super chatting
0: you guys are crazy i just want to i'm sorry this chat i'm about to turn it off after this i just want to say this jt um i don't see her as black and jessica x as white she identifies (laughs) as latina i see her as latina jessica x does not identify as black so i don't see her as black i see her as biracial when jessica x was on the show and i talked about my views on seeing biracial people as black i said i see jessica x as black she said no i'm mixed i'm biracial so Therefore, I no longer consider her to be black. I, I will respect her wishes and see her as biracial. Y'all are messy as heck in the chat. Like this, this while she was... Girl, sad, we she got the messiest chat on YouTube. Whew, Jesus. I, I've, I've
2: seen and heard and I've seen and heard it all. Like these people, it's, it's funny because they all read from the same script. They all say the same thing. She's anti-black. She's there, she's black there. She's poor. She's it's uh, they're they're not even original i could i could pull up five chats and the same people are saying the same thing i'd wish they get new dialogue but they people gotta you know get it how they live as long as they keep super chatting
1: you know um concrete they saying we using jen to say what we really want to say what? <sighs> child <sighs> john where you been at baby because concrete be letting it loose i Y'all i be the know, one <laughs> i have i don't hold back
0: especially when it comes to the, my black people Baby, I don't hold back at all whatsoever and we can't predict exactly what she's going to say as it relates to the questions we ask. like that's impossible.
1: You she can't predict everything. baby I'm Miss Cleo I knew what oh, she was going to say mm. <laughs> shit girl call me now for your free read no free readings <laughs> over here boo you listen too. Go ahead. Uh, t- huh. girl you listen shout out to black wizard he says I provide because I want to if I didn't have my wife's cooperation I couldn't she's actually very uncomfortable with not supplying a large income at first. She was actually uncomfortable with that. Okay. He said things would be different if she weren't willing to trust
0: him you realize that goes hand in hand like that ties into what I'm saying I'm saying you uh, because you are the provider it allows her to free up the stress that she would have relating to work Uh, you know worrying about traffic and having to sit in traffic to go to a job that she probably doesn't love like it frees up emotional space for her to be more of a support system for you that's all I'm saying they work in tandem so yes you need the trust in order for her to allow you to be the provider but she also it also enables her to be a better support system for you, with you being the primary provider. So they they kind of go hand in hand. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Um. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He said this comes back to before you are courting somebody, you have to ask yourself what you are willing to sacrifice and change because entering re- into relationships requires sacrifice and change. Um. I think that's a good point, Eugene. Um. You do. Have to make some adjustments when you're dealing with somebody else that's outside of yourself you don't get to be a selfish so I think that's a really good point um Jen I do have a question for you I do want to dive into the conversations with King just a little bit of that tea listen okay
2: you sister George because I'm very I'm a very much one and done person yes everybody yesterday do not bring this up to me don't tell me what he's saying now don't tell me what he's doing because when i'm done with somebody they're dead they're in the sea of forget but i I got you you thank you i appreciate it
1: well i did have a question do you feel like he tried to weaponize you against black women
2: um did uh i see
1: because you know if you're I
2: I i don't think that he tried to weaponize me, but only because he knew he couldn't. Okay. If that makes sense. But I okay. think he is the type. Um, I don't know if I would say like he tries to weaponize, but I think that he purposely um, talks about his preferences for whatever his self hate issues are, whatever's going on in his head. I know him very privately and personally. So what you saw on the stream was me going halfway. Okay. Okay.
3: Just, okay. just so
2: clear. Like I know a lot more about King personally because he confided in me a lot. But I said I'm just do this half because if I do this half, it's gonna be really bad.
1: What made a- you work with him?
2: Um, well, he came to my panel first, right? Um, and I liked what they were doing over there. I liked the garden, uh, you know, ideology. The way he was very much pro- him and Chef um, were very much promoting protection of women. The women are flowers. The men are rocks that's how i was introduced to him okay Okay. it was he was he didn't allow people to attack women in the chat and i was constantly complimenting him and chef saying wow this is the first panel i've ever been on where the men are really strict about you will not attack the flowers the women and that's what attracted me to the panel initially also you know the relatability of he's from new york and i'm from new york i felt like we the same language and understand it Um, we worked together great for a while and then it started deteriorating and i didn't like um his language on the panels people started leaving his um panel he started fighting with a lot of people um then the conflict with women began uh like i said we had a personal friendship so he would call me a lot he would text me a lot um and i didn't like his language i didn't like how he spoke about women it was cringe um you know his personal dealings with women it was just not something I wanted to hear on a day in and day out um and I tried to be nice about it you know what I mean when when uh, uh if you guys watch the stream I left um his panel I, I sent them a very nice note um and uh he just I he, I guess he couldn't take it uh I think he has abandonment issues according to his ex-girlfriend um and he lashed out at me he lashed out at me even though I wasn't talking about him or saying anything about him online because I wanted to keep it private. Like I can leave you right. alone and not talk about you, right? I don't have to say, oh, well, Sister George, you know, when I I don't, if, if you and I speak privately and I'm like, look, I don't think this friendship is gonna work, so I'm gonna move on on my own. I don't have to tell anybody that that's what I said to you.
3: And right. you don't
2: have to tell anybody that, you know what I mean, that we had that conversation. But what King does is he thinks everything is content. I um, mean, he learned yesterday it's not, right? Okay. Everything is not content, but that's why I wanted to work with him um, initially and then it just it, it deteriorated and I was like I don't like this and then the way he was attacking um, you know black women and I and I you know I I dragged those two black women that are still over there supporting him because I'm like he's very clear about you're not his preference he talks about your weight your complexion your wigs and you're still up there supporting him why are you doing this wow so,
1: well yeah. you know I'm, I'm always one in the mind that everybody has their own evolutionary period everybody has a right to evolve so there will be situations that we will be in then we'll get out of it and then we're looking at other women like well why are you doing this when you know what's up Mm -hmm. but now you know i've I've, that's where i I actually came across you at was on his platform Mm -hmm. um to where i kind of was like what what is going on with this girl right here let me go see about jen honey and so I'm glad because I did have a chance to kind of branch out and um like I've had a little interaction with Hanifa. Um I had a little interaction with um Juana Juana Chica and you know hopefully we'll be able to do some collaboration somewhere down the line but you know like i always say that everybody has a right to evolve and so it's going to be situations where some women will remain in until they get their actual wake-up call and then they'll be able to move on but i
0: you know i was just yeah just I, that I feel up. you on that but i'm judging if you staying stagnant like now evolving is the opposite you know opposes like staying stagnant if literally it's in your face i've never been the woman that something is in my face blatant is blatant like especially as a mature woman there's no way that like i'm judging anyone who's foolish enough to stay stagnant despite the crimson flags being all over the wall come on like i feel like that that's I, like I, you have know no what? self-respect if you can sit and stay in a space where the disrespect is blatant regarding you and your group like come on
1: but what if they said that about us and regarding the manosphere space because you our channel is
0: now okay good point danny i, I feel yeah right.
1: and, I, and I, so like i said every
0: Though yeah. everybody in the space don't hate us, like we literally have a channel that was still continuing to grow in this space, and we have support from a core group. So, you couldn't say that if we had no views or very little views, don't get any support, no monetary support, no nothing, and we were staying in the space, you could make that argument. But one could make that argument about us if we're going in spaces within the manosphere where they're down talking us, if we're continuing to go on our angry man's panel and knowing he doesn't disagrees with our talking points and always has something. Like I could see someone saying that, but I think it's different because we came in the space and yes, we had to earn our stripes. but from the very beginning, there's been a core group of people here who wanted to hear what we have to say, wanted to engage with us. So as a, if there wasn't, I don't think that we would still be here. If no one was coming, we're talking to two people in the chat like this, you know, I, I could be doing other things with my Sunday afternoon. Okay. Okay. That was I mean, you know, a good point. I agree
2: with with both points. I agree with both points because sister George that's, that's been a problem uh, that I have is like, I'm very impatient. So I feel like, uh, the first time I tell you, look, this guy is full of it and here's why, blah, 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 blah. And then you still over there. I'm like, what the fuck are you, but she has to do it on her own and she may never do it. Right. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm very impatient. I'm like, uh, is it C Rose? Yes. Yes, yeah, C-Rose. I'm, yeah. I'm like C. rose I'm like, if, if it walks like a duck and cracks like a duck and, and I'm on your panel as a black woman and you're saying white, new being queen and you like the long hair and you like, I'm like, no, I'm a fill ways and it's deuces for you. I'm not going to cut up with you again because obviously I'm not your preference. So, so let me go on ahead and go. It's funny you brought up the angry man because he did a reaction video to my Manosphere video and I was laughing because I was like, I can't believe that people take these characters seriously he reminded me of a batman villain like he had the entire like the big beard and the cigar and he's like and i was like these guys this cannot be real like these are the people that have thousands and thousands of followers but you know everybody's a caricature of something so i'm like it's whatever
1: shout out to black wizard see we ain't into it with the angry man no more child we had our we had our run i think we've um
0: I yeah, think he's we're, in his lane and we're in our lane. It's just, you know.
1: yeah. But, you know, um, I do have another platform and we've had some really amicable conversations on that platform. So, you know, hopefully one day, you know, we'll all be able to come together like little boys and girls. <laughs> and, you know, I have a dream, honey. You know, uh, listen. Yeah. A shout out to Black Wizard. He says, but the trust shouldn't be overlooked is what I'm saying. There are plenty of women who say they want a man to provide, but are unwilling to trust a man to do
5: it.
0: I hear you, Black Wizard. I, I, Black I
5: don't, Wizard I, I, is I on your ass. No, country. I agree with that.
0: We're saying the same thing. I don't know why, how we're missing each other. We're saying the same thing. I wasn't ignoring either part. I guess in my initial statement, I didn't highlight the importance of the trust being there. And I didn't clarify, you know, what I meant. Um, so we're, we're on the same page, Black Wizard, you know, I rock with you and I agree with what you're saying wholeheartedly.
1: Okay, honey. I said. <laughs> I,
0: <know. laughs> I said what I said. I do have another question for Jen, though. Um, I do want to know because the men in this space constantly talk about the lack of accountability displayed by Black women. I want to know if you do. Um, your thoughts on if black women were to be accountable, were to stand up and say, yes, we haven't made some of the best decisions. Uh, yes. We need to, you know, be better at managing our vaginas or making better choices as it relates to who we mate with. Although we know that men have a part in it too, but I'm not even focused so much on what they need to do. Cause I, I'm a black woman. So my, my, my concern is black women. That's who I'm going to be able to, that's who I relate to most. And that's who, you know, I'm going to likely be able to get through to versus black men. But um, if black women stood up and took accountability for, you know, their actions, um, do you think that anything would change? Do you think that the the gender war would die down, that that the manosphere here would, be left with nothing to talk about because black women are being accountable, talking about accountability and like walking in that accountability, do you think it would make a difference? No.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> And here's why, no. Because a lot of the men. I do like what you said. I think women should police women and men should police men. Mm. I think before a man opens his mouth to say, uh what a woman should do with her vagina or she should pick better or don't sleep with Pookie and Ray Ray before a man opens his mouth to say what a woman should be saying he should be turning to his brother and saying are you using protection when you have sex Mm. are you having sex with multiple (laughs) women how are you raising your sons why did you go over and get that girl pregnant if you don't want to be with her I think men should police men and women should police women that's what's always happened in tribes since the beginning of time uh the reason why I say no uh so simply is because a lot of these men who have gripes with women have unresolved trauma so it doesn't matter because let me tell you there are wonderful black women on the planet that are everything they want right most black men marry black women so there are wonderful black women on the planet but they're not concentrating on those women they're concentrating on the women that they have issues with Mm -hmm. so you can you can bring a black man a million uh, amazing black women but if he has unresolved issues with women he doesn't care how many of them are good mm. because he has trauma from the one that was bad. And that's why I say no, because right now as we stand, we don't have to say, well, what if one day Black women hold themselves accountable? Because there are millions of Black women who are yes. accountable right now as we breathe. But they don't care about that. They care about the one that they have that unresolved issue with. That's who they're comfortable Literally,
0: we've experienced that. When we came in the space being respectful, you know, we understand that we're in a male dominated space and like we ain't gonna kiss you <laughs> But at the same time, we don't have to be disrespectful to get our points across. We literally ushered in a platform where we can have like a neutral space where we can have conversations, where people can present uh, talking points from both sides. And we still got all the flack in the world, got, you know, talked down upon, families being attacked verbally and yada, yada, yada. So that is true because we've actually experienced it in real time.
1: Okay, I do have to read the super chat. Shout out to RBra. He says, I object to Jen's claim that we need 1 million Obama's one Obama and one Michelle is all the example we need. Hashtag RBRN. Thank you so much for that super chat RBR. We really appreciate you. And shout out to Jay the conqueror. He says, did Jen say she is not the beauty preference? that's a great question jay the conqueror because that does lead me to my next question and are you familiar with kevin samuel's stance um as far as black women um need to worry about the latina women being um, their worst enemy how did he frame it concrete because I want to make sure I frame uh, our it right. biggest
0: competition I think did he say that uh, Latina women are our biggest competition I forget something to that effect but essentially saying we need to be worried about Latina women because they come in for like literally they're they're more feminine and submissive and they're homemakers they're domesticated you know they have all the things that we lack so we need to be shaking in our boots
1: Yes, what is your thoughts in response to that? Because I thought that um, concrete and I had a really interesting conversation. And back and forth, there were a lot of men that were upset because, you know, our stance is I, I want I want men to be happy. And so if Marisol can make you happier than a black woman can go get Marasol, saw honey go get you some eros con pollo honey i want you to eat good to good night what you, you ain't like my spanish accent i, get, Fuck get it. I won't do it no more um <laughs> but i want to know what are your thoughts in regards to that like when you um see men trying to weaponize other races of women against other races of women
2: well i i I think that wow, he said that. That's first of all, that that's very, very cruel. Um, that's very cruel. It's divisive. Um, but it, you know, it 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 equals super chats, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, as a Latina woman, again, people hate when I say it. I am very submissive to a man who is a provider, a man who's a man. Um, I am just as 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 hell on scorched earth as any black woman on the planet when you're trying to play me when i resent you for not being a provider when i resent you for being an asshole, a cheater a liar i am i am hell on wheels and i would not be someone you could consider submissive in that environment with that type of man so i don't know what they think is going to happen with a latin woman like do they think oh we're, we're submissive and everything i can just be the the, the derelict and the struggle buddy I can be because a Latina woman's gonna put up with it. I am hell on wheels if you're trying to play me black man. So, and, and I have yeah. some black men that can vouch <laughs> uh, for that. Yeah. I think it's cool that he's 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 weaponizing that, but you know, he's a smart con man. Kevin Samuels is no dummy, he's not a dummy. <laughs>
0: a swindler she said a, a smart comment not the tinless swindler honey
1: the <laughs> yeah,
2: knows what he's doing he knows um what gets the people going um and unfortunately black women are vulnerable they've been hearing they're not good enough they're not attractive you know most of their entire lives and i don't mean just directly i mean via media and via who they put on magazine covers and you know what the athlete does when he gets wealthy they've been hearing some way or another that they're not enough and they're not the the chosen one um that creates bitterness and things like that so um you know i would say you know and i know it's hard but i would say refrain from listening to that rhetoric please like you know i mean um i think it's horrible i think any man that pits women against each other which is another reason i left king alone but I think any man that pits women against each other is a coward. But again, feminine energy. Remember, I told you that? That this new manosphere thing is feminine energy. That's what women do. They're catty. Women tend to be catty, right? When, as soon as a woman doesn't like another woman, you know, the little nails and the little ears come out, they get catty. And that's what these men are doing. But they're not just doing it because they're, they have feminine energy. They're doing it because it's lucrative
1: um mm, good point mm-hmm. um sh- okay so i read that super chat and a shout out to dane c he says wait men never policed women in tribes huh who said that dane
2: oh he's talking he's, he's rev- because i said um you know men police men and women police women uh, just so you know, oh. I don't know all the, all the tribes of the earth, but every, like most cultures I see, the women were teaching w- their girls how to be women and the men were teaching mm-hmm. them how to be men. That is, yeah. what I mean. Of course, if if a father in a tribe, I'm just playing off of what he's saying, of course in a father in a tribe sees his young daughter doing something, I'm sure he's going to correct it and vice versa. But I'm specifically talking about rearing, teaching womanhood, teaching manhood. Men weren't teaching little girls in tribes womanhood and women weren't teaching the little boys manhood. That's what the men were doing with the boys. That's what the women were doing with the girls. Of course, they're gonna cross every now and then if they're parents, but I'm saying today, we don't do that. The men, the adult men are looking mm-hmm. at the adult women telling them how to be women. And then the women, the adult women are telling men how to be men and I'm Absolutely. saying language before they open their mouth to say what a woman should be submissive or whatever, they should be policing men. That mm-hmm. is what I said. They should be directing their energy, towards men all these men that are mad at women and they're not submissive and they and they wear wigs and and you should be directing that towards men how are you keeping yourself are you disheveled are you fat does your gut hang over your belt your receding hairline maybe you should get a shape up well you know how are you making money are you thinking generational wealth these are conversations that men should be having with men before they turn to women and talk about are you submissive I just want to know if you're submissive are your affairs in order sir Right. So
1: then when it goes down to women actually policing other women, I honestly don't think that that's well received by the Black
0: community from the Black community. <laughs> you know Black women ain't trying to hear that. Uh, uh, I'm going wear my bonnet. Exactly. They don't give a dang. I, I Go ahead, Jen. I'll let you answer. I'm sorry.
3: Girl, yeah, yeah.
0: I was just going to say, personally, I think that it has to start, uh, at, you know, when when women are girls still. I think that, you know, young womanhood training should start, like, really and truly, you can't start it when someone's 40 years old and think that they're going to receive your messaging really well. That has to be something that you start the process of from the time that they're young girls. They have to understand the, that the village, the, villain, the uh, whole mindset that you they're being raised quote-unquote by the village and they have to respect what women in the village are saying like that there's so many things that tie into that that have to be drilled into someone when they're younger the the fact that you're supposed to respect your elders the fact that you know you're supposed to not shy away from counsel like those lessons are better taught early on
1: jen what would you say would be a solution from for for that? Because if you do have a generation of women that are unwilling to change, um, if you go into a supermarket and you see the majority of black women, at least in my community, um, the majority that I've seen all have like the lace wigs on. Um, if i turn on the television to watch a reality show, I'm seeing the lace wigs, the ridiculous eyelashes, and it seems to be an epidemic, but what would you say in your opinion, would be a solution in trying to um I guess get the community under control because I think a lot of things are like like damn, like wow, and we were shying so much away from our natural beauty. I think black women are the prettiest women on the planet because they do Yeah, they don't I I there. I do. I, I do. Um if you if I walk into a space and the majority of women have lace front wigs on, if I turn on the television and every show that I see I'm seeing the the goddamn screen door on top of sis's head. <laughs> I think that's a problem. And and then, you know, if you talk to black yeah. women, well, you can't tell us how to wear our hair. You, you know, are. this is our protective style. Absolutely. And then I go to other channels and I'm seeing sis with ball patches and <laughs> she looking like she had been in a third, de- like she got third Girl. degree, like I be trying to right figure out. Alopecia. Yeah.
0: It's just real.
1: Yeah. So what would your, what's your opinion on that?
2: I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn with that because I think it's unsightly. I hate how it looks. Um, it does look unnatural. Like if it matched, then fine. I'm torn because um, I don't like how it looks. I actually get sad when I see, let's say, a, re- a reality show. I'll turn it on and there are literally seven women at a table and all of them have on wigs. It makes me sad because mm-hmm. I'm like, they all think this is this is beauty. This is how it looks. And I'm like, all of you? all seven of you like none of you were like i'm wearing this afro i don't care um so i'm torn because i also think like you know uh we're older women and i'm like is this just this generation's look like hippies used to have long hair and in the 70s we wore afros and in the 60s it was something else and in the 50s everybody was well coiffed like is this just this generations of 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 young fuckery, I don't know, I'm not sure, I'm older. So, so I try to catch myself with, well, Jen, when you were young, what were you wearing? I know I was wearing big jeans and Timberlands and the big lumberjack <laughs> shirts. And I'm sure my mother hated it. Like, why don't you dress more like a girl, right? But I'm like, this is what we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I don't like it. Um, I don't believe in it's the protective hairstyles because I see women's edges like way back here now. Um, and it's because of the the wig, and the wig wearing, it's very damaging. Um, I don't like it. I personally, I don't like how it looks aesthetically, but we're also battling with back in the day when we went through those fashion phases, um, we weren't able to monetize them. They were just who we are today. A girl puts on a wig with a big fake butt and eyelashes up to here. And she's going to get a million followers and she's going to be monetize that look where back then that was just our fat today. Those girls are monetizing those looks. So we're going to see more and more wigs and ridiculous eyelashes and the big lips, you know, mm-hmm. the, lip and the big butts. Um, and it's not just the girls that don't have butts or or hair or right. um, lips anymore. It's the girls that already have lips making them bigger. It's the mm-hmm. girls that already have butts making them bigger. It's the girls that already have hair. You know, that's why it makes, it's isn't interesting. People take off their wigs, uh-uh, this is my hair. Like, just so you know, my hair is long. And even they are wearing wigs. Because the look is lucrative now, unfortunately. So, I don't know what's going to happen. I think they look like clowns. I think it's unsightly, but somebody likes it. Because
0: to feel- be completely honest, I, 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 I'm, you know, I struggle with that because I absolutely, I don't even wear wigs. Like I've never ever like been a wig wearer. I just, I don't wear weaves. I've had a weave probably twice in my life. Um, I, so it's not my forte. However black women have been poli their their hair has been policed for so long like literally Mm -hmm. the crown act just failed it did not pass and it didn't pass the senate um literally it was struck down like a federal law that will prohibit employers from telling black women how they can wear their hair and black women's hair have been policed for so long so it's not my forte i don't necessarily like it i think that it is extremely damaging to your you're literally pulling your hair out by the follicle by the root bulb and it will never grow back i don't understand i think it's kind of a sickness as it relates to why you would want to do that but at the same time i don't think that it's a reflection that our community is out of control i think if you talk about it from the angle of we don't give the shit what black men think and you know the fact that black men say that they don't see it as attractive we're still going to do what we want to do i guess one could make an argument that that is reflective that the women in our community don't respect the men or that they just don't give a damn what they think about their hair but um i I struggle with that because black women's hair has been policed for so long but at the same time on the other hand i'm like why the heck would you want to rip your hair out by the root,
1: honey it's sad um shout out to jay the conqueror um he wants to know how does she define a provider a man that pays the bills only or does he have to provide luxuries as well
2: that's relative to the woman right if the woman um like it depends on her lifestyle if the woman likes labels louis the gucci the prada then uh, if you're going to be with that woman that you have to be aware that that is what you have to provide. To me, a provider is like I make money, he's, he makes money, but my money is not what keeps us afloat. Right. I, I got emergency mm. money. I got miscellaneous money. I got I'm buying the tickets, baby, to this baby face concert. I'm buying us the flights to Hawaii, but his money holds down the fort. My money is entertainment or me chopping for him. Like, I want to see you in this type of clothes or these type of shoes. Like, that's how I like using my money in a relationship. I don't like my money to be the, the you know, the, the alpha and the omega of like, whether or not we stay afloat as far as providing luxuries as well. That depends on, on the women you get with. Some women care about labels, some women don't. So, you know what I mean? Govern yourself accordingly and pick who you want to be with, who's not going to break your pocket. It's simple to find a woman that's not going to break your pocket
1: okay shout out to rbr he says this false dynamic of materialism is a substitute for happiness women who marry for money divorce for loneliness and pain (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hashtag RBR. Why you gotta
0: read it with such fervor? Like
1: you that's man. how I feel like RBR be reading it. That's how I feel like he be saying it to us. So, that's
0: how I read my, my- <laughs> <laughs> Like he's angry, but I do have another oh go ahead,
1: Danny. Sorry. Shout out to Taylor. She says a shout out to Jen and her spiciness. These niggas is purring like Ooh. kittens. Ooh. Purr.
0: <laughs> 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 Oh, um, why did you I sound like, Oh, um, I really
2: enjoy it all the good and the bad. I mean, people mm-hmm. want, you know, shout out to, to Taylor. People want to affect you so much with, with their words. And it's like, it's just, it's not, you know, it's not, and it's because they're, they're hurt. So it's like, I want you to feel. You know what i mean this pain so i take the good and the i smile at both like people have been trying to read i'm not reading the chat by the way but you know people have been reading me or agreeing with me and i'm i'm good on both ends i'm not i've been through too much for me to be like oh, you said that about me with your keyboard like it's, <laughs> so, it's so good. okay um all i can say i don't know I... Um,
1: jen I've, oh w- just, I one just one more thing one
0: question. go ahead danny you go first
1: do you have time for us to let a few people up one at a time to maybe ask you some questions?
0: Okay,
2: I got a few. I don't want, I just say this. I, will, I don't want to go over two hours because mama got to get to work yeah no i'll take some questions but if they're disrespectful i'm not going to answer i'm just
0: not i'm i got
1: and you. and and, yeah. honey you are well within your rights we support absolutely. you in that in that aspect we absolutely do so, so i'm going to drop the link
0: yep and since she only has a few minutes we'll uh, let you ask her question and then yeah it drop down. yeah make um we, make it good yeah we're not going to do the engaging thing because we're time is limited but while we're waiting on them to click the link i have one last question for you jen what? Do you think, in your opinion, that Black women exhibit less femininity than other women? Not, not the, I know, you know, we have the ability to be feminine. We have the ability to display our femininity. But do you think on a, you know, regular occurrence or on, on a regular basis that we exhibit less femininity than other groups of women?
2: Um, yes. Um, and the reason is because you have to, mm. okay? I know I'm very. I have a lot of masculine energy, and I get called masculine a lot in these in these spaces. And I I, I embrace it when someone tells me I'm being masculine. That's my daddy that you see. Um, so I'm very proud of being able to, to do a lot of femininity and masculinity. But I think black women are masculine, as they say. They have to be. They have to be.
1: Thank you. Okay. Well, we have Eugene Steele. Hey, Eugene. Welcome. What is your question?
0: Hey, how you doing, ladies? How are you, Eugene? Hey. I'm doing fine. Uh, Jen. Yes. You said that you're married to a black man, right? That what? You're married to a black man, right? I didn't say that. Oh, oh, you didn't? Okay. I did. I I
2: dated them. I'm sorry, what? That's what I, I date black men.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Um, what
4: I want to ask you, um, if you introduce each other's parents, um,
0: how did your parents take him, and how did his parents take
5: you, if you had met? Um, just fine. I've never had.
2: I've I've never had an issue with any of the um parents. Of the men that I've dated, and vice versa. Although I think what uh, you're getting at, or a little curious about, is um, uh, you know, prejudices and biases. I will be, I can tell you firsthand, there's a lot of colorism in the Latin community, and a lot of prejudice, a lot. Um, I've seen it, you know, growing up in my own family and my friends. There's a lot of colorism, like as much as there is in in the black community, um, in those spaces. So yeah, but I've never had a a personal issue where someone was like, why are you bringing that Puerto Rican woman home? And I've never had an issue where where one of my uh, family members told me, why are you bringing that black man home? But it's prevalent, it's bad. um, Colorism is bad in the Latin community. And I spoke about that too on my page.
0: Okay, Uh, thank you.
1: Thank you so much for that, Eugene. We appreciate you for coming through. Okay. Ne- Next, we have RBR, but I'm going to read the super chat first. Shout out to Alan Roger Curry up in this thing with the Mo one approach. He says, I remember this woman from the first time I was on TLA's panel. She was respectful toward me while I was on the panel, but then called me disingenuous after I left the panel. She said, all men lie and manipulate to get pussy.
2: <laughs> I love when they remember me from like a year ago. Hey, boo. Um, (laughs) I I really don't know what he's referring to. I know a lot of um, people take my statements out of context. So I don't know what context that was said. I can only say my view is not that all men uh, lie and manipulate to get pussy. He may have been in the middle. He may have, I may have said that in the middle of a conversation where someone says something about men and I said, well, all men to, but that's not my view. So. I can't speak on that. I was on TLA many, many moons ago. So unless he elaborates, I can't really respond to what the context was. And if I called you disingenuous, you were probably being disingenuous
1: Okay. Um. <laughs> shout out to Taylor. She says, how come she never married a black man?
2: Oh, honey, I did. And I'm heavily divorced. I did, mm. I did, I tried. Mama tried. And never happy.
0: done that, she said
2: yeah i've gotten some proposals here and there um i did marry a black man one time right now i'm 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 48 and i'm like when i say hear me roar hear me roar i am doing me i'm not looking for a ring respect to all the girls looking for rings um but that's not something i'm looking to you know for happiness or define me or to feel complete Uh, mama is complete and happy but uh, okay i'll do what i have to do what i have to do
1: all right uh rbr what is your question for jen
5: All right, well, I I did uh, leave it in the first super chat, but I think that one of the problems that we have in the spaces is we oftentimes look at the exception and then say, that's the exception. Um, We should always strive for the exceptional. So the question is, do we need 1 million Obamas or do we just need one Obama and one Michelle as an example? for the rest I mean how many black quarterbacks do we need before we realize that we could play quarterback how many successful black families do we really need before we realize that we could have successful families if we marry people that make women happy and if men marry women that they love and want to spend the rest of their life with and have long-term monogamous relationships with. Why are we doing that? Why not find an example of happiness for women because they want to be happy. They don't want just a man with money because they'll be miserable. Linda Gates, uh, Bezos's wife there, Georgie, Juanita Jordan. We have the examples. Open our eyes. But and for men, marry women you love. You don't need a trophy. You don't need a man. Okay, let's let her answer because
0: we only got a few minutes. Question. Go ahead, Jan. Question is, I don't
5: know. Well,
1: do we need one one Obama, yeah. or do we need a million Obamas for an example that Black people need to follow?
2: No, wait, well, no, we just need the one, but. But you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a realist. You have to understand that some people will never be an Obama. Some people will never be functioning people. I believe in discarded people. Hate when I say that the discarded in the movie 300. Some people should be thrown off the cliff. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Some people will never live up to being good providers. Some people will never live up to being good women. It is life. But we have to look at the flip side. There are millions of black families who are living and loving and striving and are happy and are raising positive, productive children. The world isn't the YouTube streets. The world isn't the negativity of the manosphere or the negativity of the toxic women on YouTube. It's it's very small, but it's because we frequent these spaces. We make it bigger than it is. There's a whole world out there with black executives and black girl magic and black women doing their things and entrepreneurship. So I'm sure they took the Obama example. Everyone's not gonna take the Obama example, but to answer your question in the short, we only need the one example. Some people are gonna follow, some
5: people never
1: will. That is my mm-hmm. All right, thank RBR. You. Thank you so much for coming through. We appreciate you.
5: Thank you for having me.
1: All right. Next, we have Gaston's World. Um, shout out to Taylor. She says, not I tried. Girl, yes. she says she tried. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Gaston, welcome. What is your question for Jen?
6: Good afternoon. How y'all doing, ladies?
1: Doing outstanding. How
6: are you? I'm all right. Um, I just want to say a couple of things, and I had a quick question. Uh, black women aren't collectively policing each other, so in our com- in our community, black women don't want to listen to anybody, and that's just kind of been not all black women, but most black women. Uh, that's just kind of been the experience that black men have had um, across the board a- at any level, whether they be high value or not. Um, so there are people in this community who want to see a change, and then there are people in this community who want to monetize the divide. Uh, what's what's your motive? I'm curious, Jen.
2: Uh, my motive is to create good, interesting content and hopefully inspire people. I'm not here as a dating guru. I'm not here to fix the Black community or the Latin community. I say what I say and you interpret it how you see fit. Some people it may help, some people it may not. Now, I, you know, I'm starting to spend a lot of time on YouTube and time is money. So if you want to super chat me because you find me entertaining, I am totally with that. But I think the problem is that we're constantly looking for leaders. Uh, we take these spaces and we see these people talking and we're looking, we're bated breath, like, I, is this gonna be a leader for us? Is this gonna be the, the resolve for the black community? She better say the right thing or he better say the right thing. And I think that's a huge mistake. As far as policing, police yourself. And I don't mean you as an individual, Gaston, I mean, everyone should be policing themselves. Stop looking for women to police women. Stop looking for men to police men. It'd be beautiful. It'd be great. But like I said before, there are a lot of successful marriages and families going on. If you're just concentrating on what women are not doing or what men are not doing to make you happy, you're going to be living a very lonely, sad, bitter life. So my goal here is to get paid for being here, to entertain, to inspire, to make people laugh right? Men and women. And I'm always going to give both sides. But again, a lot of people have issues with me because I don't pick a side, because people out here want you to pick a side so you can resonate with their pain and their trauma. And you're not going to get that on my page. I'm letting people know now, if you're coming to see me bash Black men, not happening. If you're coming to see <clears> me bash <throat> Black women, not happening. But if there's an issue that happened in the manosphere, I'm going to talk about it. If there's an issue that happened in entertainment, I'm going to talk about it. If there's an issue that happened in with white people, I'm going to talk about it. I actually used to be very, very militant back in the day. And then I had to calm down, but I'm not even that extreme anymore because now I see the world for what it is. Call it age, call it wisdom. I don't know, but um, that's my goal in the quote unquote YouTube streets. I speak and people get incensed, but I never target anybody. Like They target me because they don't like what i said but i'm like you know i didn't know who the hell that angry man was for instance i'm just using him as an example i spoke about the manistry i don't know any of these characters and then he targeted me for four or five hours but i'm here to entertain i am here to drop my wisdom i am here to have fun with people if you watch my streams i'm always like hey you know what i mean I I like to see people happy. I like to pick spirits up. A lot of people in these spaces are depressed and sad or feeling insecure. And I'm like, fuck these people. Do you, stop listening to these outside voices. And I'm big and I'll wrap and I'll here. I'm, I'm big on accountability and people throw that word around and it's not a throwaway statement. You have to hold yourself accountable. Did you stay in that relationship too long with that witch? Did you stay? How did you participate? Did you stay in a relationship or give that man a baby knowing he wasn't shit? Did you stay too long? You have to hold yourself accountable and then you can heal. I had to do it i had to look at my bad relationships and be like jen how did you partake even if it's you stood too long you participated in some way even if it's you ignored a red flag jen how why were you in that situation and when you look at it that way you take your power back you take your power back and you take the onus off of them like he did to me he did to me she did to me she did to me black women aren't this black men aren't that accountability police yourself Hold yourself accountable for your past transgressions or your, or your broken marriage or your broken relationships. And there's power in that. And then you omit that. And then it's like, you know, you move forward and it's like you open up the universe to a better human being. Be who you wanna be with. That's all, be who you wanna be with. And you're going to attract that. If you're a provider, you're gonna attract the submissive woman. And when you don't, when you come across that woman and it's like, well, you gotta take me as is and I like Gucci, have a nice day, ma'am. It was nice meeting you but I'm having a nice day. I'm gonna move on. Why are you gonna keep going forward? Same thing with women. If you meet a guy that is like, hey, I need you to pay half the bills and take care of my kid. When I, this kid I have with this other lady. Good evening, sir. It was nice meeting you, but I have to go. We have to be, we have to hold ourselves accountable for how long we stay in these things and allow these relationships to make us bitter and have us online arguing for four or five hours with someone you're never gonna meet.
6: Interesting um so you don't mind sister george if i do this in a man's voice um shaka said but on your channel you specifically said we picked size over here aunt t was there
0: yeah did we have any one way wait- else waiting danny that's it i think she's uh yeah she must have stepped away but go ahead uh jen if you want to address that real girl
1: i've been talking on mute the whole time i've been trying to listen Oh, I'm so crazy. Gaston, I was saying, thank you so much. We do have some other people in the okay. back, but we yeah, definitely appreciate
6: go. you coming through. Thanks for having me up. Nice to meet you. Well, have a good day.
1: All right. Thanks. Um, next we have, um, bomb cherry bomb. Welcome to the panel. Let me read these super chats hey, real bomb. quick. Shout out to NT. He says, I don't pick a side bullshit. She kicked El Nixon off her panel last night and said, over here, we pick sides. Get the out of here.
2: Okay. First of all, I want to say hi to auntie. I keep blocking him, but he keeps squirming his way around. So I will say this, I absolutely, they are a hundred percent correct. Last night I said, if you don't pick a side, if you don't agree that the way King berated this black woman and literally said out of his mouth, he will destroy her marriage. If you don't pick a side that that was wrong, get the fuck off my stage. Okay. They are correct. Okay. So what they're trying to do is mix what was happening last night, me defending someone that was getting berated to, I don't pick sides because I don't pick sides. There are problems on the man's side and there are problems on the women's side in general with relationships. But if you see someone doing wrong, if you see someone physically, mentally, emotionally, or verbally abusing someone, trying to destroy them, and you're like, I don't know. And I kicked El Nixon off because he was doing the, I don't know they're not that bad right angry man's not that bad if this man can do a stream berating black women for four or five hours you have to pick a side so that is the time that i will pick a side and i'm very proud of picking a side i don't think you know th- what king did dawana was like i don't think oh these are just differences of opinion because that's how they were trying to um diminish it like it was just a difference of opinion no this man was calling her a hole repeatedly uh, unprovoked, Juana never attacked him. He was literally saying she was a hoe. He was provoking the chat to call her a hoe. He was uh, berating her, her family, saying that he was going to tear apart her marriage, just really disgusting things. So, yes, I will pick a side when I see abuse. I will absolutely pick a side every time okay. when I see abuse. But relations, okay. but you know, uh, gender wars, I don't pick a side because they're both bad. But i will i will or good but i will pick a side when i see abuse every single time Auntie. and i'm glad i see you up here because i that reminds me i gotta block you again
1: okay um we do have one more person in the back and that's arc who did super chat us but yes. bomb what is your question for jen
3: oh i'm on mute how's everybody doing how y'all doing hey hey, 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 hey jen so i um, heard what you when you started speaking about black women's hair, mm-hmm. and you sounded just like the black the black men in the space, you know. So if you don't, and you also said some things that aren't true, like for instance, you said that you know in the sixties black women wore afros, but that's not true, though, right? That wigs has been worn since the 40s. So mm-hmm. my question to you is this: um, Do you find yourself being against black women? Just like some of these men are. Okay. Instead so of, I, being, okay, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Were you done? Yeah, no, I, w- I wanted to know, do you think you are, cause I understand when you say protect yourself, but do you find yourself to be against black women in general, like you, you, we should just fend for ourselves, no sisterhood, none of that just do you.
2: Okay. Well, I, I never said that you should fend for yourselves. I said, you should look to protect yourself always right that's how i was raised that's how i am and i'm not i don't know how you got from the hair comment that i was against black women i'm not against anybody who's not against me if you are against me black white yellow purple green man woman child then i am against you but i'm not against any group of people um collectively also the hair thing i don't like how it looks my daughter has worn weaves my daughter i don't like how it looks it's a personal preference i don't think that is. I'm attractive, but I don't think, you know, a buzz cut on me would be attractive either. I just don't like how it looks. And in the 60s they did wear afros, and in the 70s they did wear afros. And I know that wigs are from mm-hmm. the beginning of time, but I think now the way the young women are wearing their wigs, it comes from a place where they don't think their hair is pretty or they don't think their hair is attractive. And I always have a problem with women who are covering up their own hair cuz they think the wig is more attractive. So I know wigs have, I mean, the wigs have been around forever, right? Our mothers wore wigs or whatever, our grandmothers wore wigs, but I just don't like how it's being worn now and how it looks now. I think uh, women are wearing wigs for a whole different reason now. I think though it's degenerated, it's different now.
1: What you mean different because oh uh, well, well wait a minute bomb because we do have another person waiting in the back and she okay. is on a two-hour time frame and we're already three minutes past so i definitely want to get arc up in but okay. thank you for coming through bomb. All, right, thanks. all right um shout out to arc um arc what is your question for jen
4: well i don't want to start off with a question she said she would like for me to remind her of the conversation yeah, she criticized me, so I'm, I'm gonna go into the back. So I'm gonna try to skip on Miss Lane's details. What it was, it was the first time I ever jumped on the oh lead attorneys. God. And here was the discussion to re- refresh your memory mm-hmm. I, a duo, YouTube duo named Abin Preach, had called out another YouTube duo, uh, Fresh and Fit, because mm-hmm. they what had happened, Fresh and Fit had said, if you have to spend a lot of money on a woman to get in bed, then you have no gain. But then information came out that showed that they had spent money on women. And I've been preached, called them out. It was like, how can you say, criticize guys when you guys are doing it? So that was the main discussion. Okay. And as it relates to me, you probably don't know about me, my books, my reputation, but my main claim to fame is I'm all about being straight up with women. I don't lie to women to get them in bed. I don't manipulate women to get them in bed. Mm -hmm. If I wanna have sex with a woman, I tell them straight up that that's what I want. Mm -hmm. And so while TLA was interviewing me, he said that. He said, Alan, I I know a lot about you. You're the triple OG. You don't lie to women and manipulate women, right? To get them in bed. I said, no. And he said, you don't even really take women on dates, do you? I said, not for casual sex. I said, if I look at a woman as long-term girlfriend material or future wife material, I'll take a woman out on a few dates. But I said, if I know from the get go, my objective is strictly short term, non-monogamous casual sex, I don't take women out on dates. I just tell them straight up that I wanna fuck. And either they say yeah or nay. And he's like, cool. So then I left the panel. Now while I was on the panel, i give you your props. You were very cordial and respectful to me. You really didn't add that much to me and TLA's dialogue, but you were cordial. Then a few minutes after I got off, Y'all kind of transition slightly to another conversation. And this is where it got started. You said, I don't have a problem with these guys spending money on women. To me, that's not the problem. My problem is guys who spend money on women with the specific expectation of sex. You said that's almost like prostitution. I don't feel like guys should go into a date spe- with the specific expectation of sex, and then TLA said, well, why not? And you just basically said something to the fact that that was foul. And you said, I don't think guys should be, like when they first meet women, should be expecting sex with them. And then that's when TLA brought me back in. He said, well, the guy we just had up here, ARC, he lets women know, like sometimes within the first five minutes that he wants to have sex with a woman. And he's had success with that. And that's when you called me, you said, well, I think he was being a little disingenuous. I don't think he could have that type of success just meeting a woman and five minutes later telling her he just wants sex. I don't see that. I'm sure he does a lot of finessing of women and Mm. telling his own little, you know, smooth talk lies to get women in bed. I don't believe he just walks up to women and says, hey, let's go to bed. And the woman says, yeah, that'd be great. I, I just think if he's saying that, he was disingenuous. And then me and some people in the chat room, of course, start going crazy. Cause I was like, "It was like, dang, she calling ARC a liar. Dang, she just said ARC is, is up here, was up here lying. Everybody know ARC, what he do? And anyway, that's how it unfolded. So, Do you remember that, Gene?
2: I, I, now that he's
4: saying, yeah, remember it. So what's his question? Uh, I want, again, it's not really a question as much as it was. I wanted to jump back on the panel and challenge you on that. Cause you, you insulted my character by calling me disingenuous is what it comes down to. It's not, so it's not really a question. I want to know why you would think that I would get up on the lead attorney. I guess if I have a question, it would be, why would I get up on anybody's panel and just lie about my experiences?
2: Okay, well, I still. Here's the thing. My, my, my opinion has not changed. I don't believe that you just walk up to women and say, "Hey, I want to fuck," and they're like, "Okay, yeah." So I, we're still at the same place.
4: Okay, well. Now you don't well, have. You to said it right there. Well, I, you, you cannot believe it, but there's thousands of people in my real life who have witnessed it.
2: Great. If the, if a thousand people have seen you walk up to women and say, "I want to fuck," and the women say, "Okay, let's go fuck," then that's great. I don't believe it. And, and okay. You don't have to yep. accept, not believe in it. You could just go on with your day. And i um, on with my day. I just don't believe that you walk up to women and a thousand people have a thousand people have seen you say I want to fuck and the women say, "Okay, you so hot, I'm going to fuck." I still <laughs> Uh, you must do something. There has to be some sort of finessing. There has to be some sort of
4: conversation how do, be- well, how do you define finessing?
1: Well, ARC, mean? we only had time for her to answer okay. that one question. Okay. Um, thank you so much for um, coming through because she is definitely on a time constraint and we do we don't want to violate her in that manner. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, ARC.
2: It, it's amazing. how And that's how I know, you know, what I mean, like my dad always told me this. He was like, you have a gift because I can say something and literally six months later, people remember it verbatim. That's power. I'm just saying.
1: Jane. um, Like the
2: only person I quote like that is like Malcolm X or Minister (laughs) Farrakhan or Khalid Muhammad. I don't remember what someone said to me on a panel. (laughs)
1: ARCX. Never mind. (laughs)
2: I don't remember, but, you know, shout out to them. They remember things that I say and he went verbatim. That's how I remembered. I was like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, he got
0: that good memory. He got that good memory. He said yes. I remember for he
2: sure. A of, um, he was eat a lot of blueberries, but let me not say that because he'll catch me six months later and be like, you said I ate blueberries <laughs> when I left the band, what?
0: Girl. You know, um, yeah, uh, I, I think you. Yeah, I just
2: did not believe it, but I don't think me not believing it should affect them. I know if I'm telling you something, let's say I'm telling you, hey, this is what I did, Sister George. And you say, mm-hmm. I don't believe, I'll be like, okay, but I did it. Yeah, true. That's right. Right, right. Like, I don't care what you don't believe. It doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Right? So
1: yeah, you know, that's true. Talk. Absolutely true. Well, Jen, we absolutely thank you for coming through. Yes. Um, I really enjoyed this interview. Um, this has been one of my favorite interviews thus far that we've done on this show. And we've done quite a few. Um, but tell us what you have upcoming, um, what yeah, tell us what you have upcoming and guys drop Jen's link in the chat so um, they can promote and go sub to her you know y'all sit over here and talk all this mess but y'all be Mm -hmm. y'all like the hate watch too y'all do it to Mm -hmm. us too so go and (laughs) sub to jen um but jen thank you so much for coming through i really enjoyed our interview
2: so i met on the block with jen on youtube i am on the block with jen on instagram um i'd like to answer this uh gentleman's uh question here so you're not here to solve the issues but okay making some extra bucks off of it Correct, sir. You got me, <laughs> so, Again, I have, yeah, I'm cool with the interpretations as well. Um, I'm cool. Uh, I, I'm i on White People Money, the comedy starring Drew Zedora and Barton Fitzpatrick. That's playing all over um, Amazon Prime. Hulu, it's on Stars now continuously. I'm also in The Bag, The Bag, Girls 2 on Amazon Prime, playing a Colombian drug lord um and right now i'm working on a couple of scripts i am also working on my pitch deck because i am a writer as well and i awesome. am pitching a series all afro latino and black cast um so i am pitching that mm-hmm. as well that's what i'm doing and helping raise my my babies from from a distance because they left the state i'm living loving laughing you know doing my thing holding myself accountable as much as i can every day and, um, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying this YouTube journey. I'm learning the hard way that a lot of it is toxic. Um, and, you know, and even if you follow me, if you think you're going to follow me, um, I have a really strict, like you get blocked on on the block uh, with Jen very quickly. I'm not getting in a verbal fist of cuffs. It, it wastes a lot of time, um, a, a lot of brain energy. So you can come over. We could debate. You can disagree um, amicably, respectfully, and you will have a good time on my page, a really good time. But if you're coming to project your childhood trauma or that woman that left you 10 years ago or, the, or, or, you know, project some man left you a full Latina and now you want to choke me out. Like I'm not having it. I will block you. But I say, you know, hang out. Cause initially a lot of people don't like me and I've heard over and over and over again, I didn't like you at first, but then I got to know you and I like, you now, and that's usually what happens, I'm a very tough love uh, type of person and tough love is hard to swallow. But I mean, well, uh, or according to the other guy, I'm just here to make some books. It's it's all good. So with that, ladies, I this was a wonderful interview. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Um, I was exhausted, but I said, no, I'm all about the girl power. So I got to come out and I committed to this. So, But I'm glad I did.
0: We appreciate um, you.
2: Thank you so much, Sister George and CEOs. Rose. I love you guys and let's collab in the future. Absolutely.
0: I- we look forward to it and good luck on your scripts. Definitely yes, going to check absolutely. you out. I will be in your chat. I enjoyed this thoroughly. So thank you and thank you again. Yes. Thank
1: you. Bye.
0: Have thank a good you.
1: one. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out to UC. He says, Jen says the right thing. Sounds good, but by and large, she is full of it. Um. Oh. Thank you so much, UC. <laughs> And I, I, we got a couple more. Shout out to Eugene. Still, sorry, she's gone, Eugene. And I wanted to make sure we were able to close it out pretty good. He says, Jen, I forgot to ask you, and I don't know if you have answered this question. Have you ever heard of the term "pick me"? Have you ever been called one? Um, honey, I, 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 I don't think I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out to Bl- Bronze Bird. He says. Did Jen call a black man a female dog and an N-word?
0: Well, she's not here to um, verify if she did or she didn't. I saw that earlier in the stream where somebody said she called T-L-A-B-A-N. And she's not here to confirm or deny, but I'm sure you can probably pull it up if she did. Um, I know you guys, you know, have a problem. I don't use the N-word. That's not like I got to be hot to use it. That's not something that I typically say. But um her daddy black. <laughs> like uh, y'all Uh-oh. don't care if mixed people use it, but black dad. Like I mean
1: hey cuz that's my cousin right there heard, concrete.
0: Oh okay. Hi Hanifa. I've heard uh mixed people in this space use the word uh and nobody bat and I um next people who don't even identify as black as well so yeah um it's not it's not a word that i use i don't i don't just that's not something that i throw around like that i have to be hot and out of character to really use it typically but mm.
1: Okay. Shout out to Marquise912. He says, down south, we call those backhanded compliments. Grandma said, put my balls <laughs> around the house.
0: Marquise been on one. You hear me? You heard me, um, baby. Like for once he wasn't coming at me all the show long. He really has been just coming at Jen and just on fire. I don't know what's going on with Marquise. I I'm surprised. I thought that he liked Latinos. So
1: I thought whatever. he did too, girl. I thought Rocket. we was gonna have not to fight they, him today. You know what, girl? Black
0: women.
1: <laughs> when we bring um any of the others up, honey, I be thinking we are gonna have to fight all our life.
0: Listen, listen. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, yeah.
1: Whew. Well, honey, this was a wonderful interview. Um, short, sweet, and so the point.
0: Mm-hmm. You got the rest of your Sunday. Go get in that kitchen and cook them kids and that man a nice Sunday dinner. And yeah, um, <laughs> enjoy your week. This was fun. Dang. I'm, it's almost like too too good to be true that it's ending so early. But nonetheless, um, that just means I can get on with my day and take care of um, my fiance
1: that part. Well, everybody have a great rest of your Sunday. And um, we will see you back here Wednesday. Stay tuned because we coming for y'all. Oh, we coming for y'all last no. on Wednesday. No. Get ready. Um, <laughs> Grab your pearls. Grab them. Um, it's going to get real out here and and very soon. So we will see you guys on Sunday. Um, thank you guys so much for coming out. Shout out to Jen on the block. Please go and subscribe to her. This was a great interview and, um, we'll see you guys on the next one.
0: Peace.